Show Me Your News. This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Brothers Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World Forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host, Yoko, with... Welcome to Show Me Your News for the month of August. Well, no, not really much happened in the video game world, but we're still here recapping the news in the video game world and for Super Smash Bros. Brawl as well. Uh, joined by Samurai Panda as always, welcome back to the roundtable, good sir. Thank you, Yoko. It's you know good to be here again after a month. Yeah, it's, it's been a little bit longer than a month, but... You know, we're still happy that we can be back live on stickham.com slash SMYN and also back on iTunes as we always are. And we have a special guest this week. Since we are going to be shifting locales in a few days, our schedules are rather tight. So we are joined by my WTF Pokemon co-host and uh, a guest, a moderator guest in episode 35 of Show Me News. I give you Sword Hunter. Hey guys, great to make another appearance here. I think yeah. I pronounced his name wrong. It's pronounced Sorty, not Sorty. Oh, yeah. yeah, isn't that weird? It's the the hunter is silent, and you just pronounce the Y <laughs> that isn't actually there. There are multiple variations on the name. Pick whichever one you wish, but it, it's a there are there are favorites, admittedly so. Bad and favorites you have, you have a few fanboys too, Sorty. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, I I'm not sure how this happened, but I I guess I guess I do, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think you also have another nickname um, from the fans, which is Jump Over the Switch. Oh, you got all... Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, you want to explain that? Um, yeah, well, uh, usually on Stickham, you know, Yoko goes live and we play video games. Lately, we've been doing ROMs, and I picked up uh, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons, again, from you know, the Game Boy Color. And I was going through this dungeon, and... Um, I totally blanked out on how to <laughs> complete this puzzle. Um, there was a switch, and from the opposite direction, the blocks were falling down to the floor. I was trying to run fast enough and jump to barely make it, but since I could jump with Rock's Feather, just jump over that triggering switch. Did not occur to me immediately. Oh, well. <laughs> so, uh, of course, I was like 10 feet away from, you know, the computer as they were all yelling at me to jump over the switch. And I definitely didn't see that or hear about it until like 15 minutes later. <laughs> so that's how that came to be. The origins of jumping over the switch. Well, we're really glad that you could, you know, free up some time in your busy, busy schedule here. Oh, oh at, so busy, yes. At home. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, WTF Pokemon later and, you know, your impressions of how we're doing so far. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or something. We'll talk about that later. So let's give a quick rundown of what we're going to talk about this week, uh, this 
today, or this podcast for the past month, something like that. Uh, we're going to cover a couple of shout-outs. People have been working on some projects, fans of Show Me News, and we've got to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about our apartment move-in coming in a little bit, uh, and then we'll also talk about the Olympics. The Olympics have happened. It's not, you know, video game related, but what the hell. And then we've got a lot of brawl news this week, surprisingly, in the lack of video game news. We've got the official Smash Backroom rule set that came out. We'll talk about that. And uh, Samurai Panda went to a Midwest Circuit event. He'll mm-hmm. tell you how that went and what uh, circuit events are and all the little details about that. We'll talk about Evo. Evo, we talked about a couple oh. months ago with Buzz. And their rule set, well, their tournament came and, go, came and went, and uh, we'll talk about the results from that. Uh, just a couple of small things then. Uh, we had a little thing pop up in the Smashboards centering around Gino in Brawl. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A dojo update came recently. We'll also talk about that very briefly. Uh, and Brawl is starting to also be hacked, so we'll talk about the Homebrew Channel and Ocarina. And the big video game news for the past month was the Leipzig Games Convention over in Leipzig, Germany. So we'll talk on a few subjects from that. We'll do mail time, and then we will have a couple surprises at the end talking about future projects of ours in the future. So you will not want to miss that. And then we'll wrap things up, talk about the art contest, which will be ending very, very soon. I, I like how you said our future projects for the future. That, that was good. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if the future part was going to come off, you know, clear enough. But seriously, redundancy is quite redundant. Indeed, it is. Yeah, yeah, it it kind of is. <laughs> all right, so I think we got to give some shout-outs. Um, all right, let's talk about. We have a Show Me News fan site, and Show Me News forums that are totally separate from the Smashboards. Uh, Darker Eye, Neggy Coon, and Cyberlink Four Twenty have all put in a great deal amount of time on the fan site and forums. And let me try to dig up the... Uh, have, you, have you been to the, the fan site or the forums, Panda? Yes, I have. I've been holding off on making a uh, account because when I do something like that, I, I know I'm going to spend way too much time on it, and I don't have that kind of time on my hands quite yet. So, uh-huh. Although I did discover that... Um, that What is it? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! fan dub thing oh, uh, yeah. trials yeah uh, on YouTube they're holding trials for uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh fan dub uh, basically where fans dub the series like seriously dub it like not not a joke not like um, uh, what's um, Little Karibo yeah exactly thank you not like Little Karibo or anything it's, it's, it's like for real uh, and you can like post your um, auditions to them um, as response videos. It's it's really interesting, and I think um, what was it? Um, Cyberlink is uh, nominated. Like uh, he he's running for I think was it Pegasus? The Pegasus, yeah, yeah. He's been working on a Pegasus impression that's supposedly rather top notch. Yeah, uh, and and as Yami. And um, did do we have anything else? Anyone else from uh, Show Me News? Not that I know of. Okay, but that's still pretty cool. So Cyberlink was uh, was a guest, wasn't he? He was yeah, on yeah. episode thirty. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, Shelby News is is moving on up in the world. Um, yes. And yeah, Little Karibo, by the way, is actually um, he auditioned and he is the um, the grandpa. I was yeah. just going to mention that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what part though, but I know he was auditioning at least. Yeah, we, sh- we should probably audition, too. It'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the submissions end in a few days, though. A couple oh, really? of days, maybe. Yeah, I think it's the 28th that the uh, auditions end. So you got to do that soon, if at all. 
But hey, I might have time on my hands in the next couple of days. Whatever, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, the fan site is www.freewebs.com, F-R-E-E-W-E-B-S.com, slash show me your news, Yoko. Uh, <laughs> show me your news, Y-O-U-K-O. And that's the fan site. You can get to the forums from there. They've got links on the top. And uh, that link, if you don't want to, you know, follow that as smyn.proboards104.com slash index.cgi. Anyway, but definitely we need a lot of people on these Show Me News forums because Darkrai, Negi, and Cyberlink have put in a lot of hard work on it. And we'd like that to expand, you know, so if you just want to post whatever the hell you want without confining to Smashboards rules, go ahead and check that out. And then we've got on the fan site links to episodes, what Show Me News is, little bios on the guests, the dictionary, links to all the fan works for the art contest that we'll cover at the end, and different links. I mean, they've really put a lot of hard work into it, and it's very impressive, and we thank you a lot. Yes. Yeah, the the forums are very expansive. A uh, lot of areas for discussion. I uh, haven't seen the fan site in a while, but I'm sure there have been uh, many additions to it, and it's all, as Yoko said, quite impressive. So, good job, guys. Yeah, and definitely, definitely join that. Um, another shout-out we have to give is Music That Could Have Worked. It's a project that is being done on YouTube, started by Ryuji and a Show Me News fan, Gallardo 26 might have had a mail time question or two on here uh, once or twice, and then also E123Brawler. Now, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Panda, but no. for, one of their, for one of their videos that they have done, they have put Choppa Choppa on Shadow Moses Island uh, and played a brawl match. That is awesome. Let me send you this link right now, so I mean, you can try playing it, and uh, a little bit can just, just be played on the episode. Uh, for those, but, oh God, no, no. Why, why Firefox? Uh oh, did everything open up? It might have, just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that is what Control Delete is for. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Close. But yeah, what what they do is they take you know different music samples that ha- were not in the brawl soundtrack. Uh, basically, lower the music volume in the game all the way, and then you know stick in this audio sample while they play a match. So you get the impression of, you know, music that could have worked. Uh, uh, abbreviated, clearly, MTCHW. And it was, you know, Choppa Choppa is one of the... Oh, here we go, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, how about you explain to them really quick uh, what Choppa Choppa is, if they don't know. If you don't know what Choppa Choppa is, on episode 30 of Show Me Your News, which Cyberlink was a guest host, Oh, I should actually go back to episode 28 when we had Kirby King on it, and Snake's Final Smash was a dojo update, and, you know, Show Me News back in the day was all about covering dojo updates. And Choppa Choppa Choppa, Poom Poom Poom, were little captions that Masahiro Sakurai used in the different screenshots for the Snake's Final Smash update. And so, out of nowhere, I decided to beatbox and say Choppa 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 Poom Poom Poom, and uh, basically, for a couple episodes later, we, we were like, oh, yeah, it should totally be a song. And so a couple episodes later, I took two hours out of my busy college schedule and looped the beat, uh, gave it some instrumental, and put in some snake quotes from the game, and basically made it into an epic song, if I do yeah. say so myself. It, it, was, it was really good. It's definitely uh, one of my favorite Easter eggs to date. Um, 
And here it is. One, go! It works well. It's choppa choppa. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. So we got to thank Igarado26 for doing that. It was pretty sweet to see, I must say. Yeah. And if you want to see the video for the match, it's in my favorites on the YouTube channel that we'll be posting a whole bunch of news for Show Me News, WTFP, and our future projects. It's youtube.com slash user slash S-M-Y-N Yoko. And that was what I was playing. So um, in the actual Easter egg itself, there wasn't actually noises of Snake, you know, beating everyone's ass. Although That's true. Awesome. I did like, you know, that he did use his final smash. It was, it was a nice touch. Yeah, it was well done. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the chopper. But yeah, I mean, it's music that could have worked. It's a very nice project, and it's good to see it flourish. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next thing we've got to talk about is our apartment. Mm. Well, what can we say? We've covered about it a little bit. And, you know, Sorty's kind of... Uh, excluded from this discussion. <laughs> I'm excluding a lot of stuff in this episode, so... Are you? There's only... Well, in the, in the beginning part, I can talk about the last half. Yeah, so right, we'll see. That's true. But yeah, what, three days we move into the Show Me Your News apartment, if you will. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's a three-person apartment. It's in Ann Arbor. It's um, right next to Get Your Game On, uh, the mm -hmm. um, video game store that we first played Brawl in. You know, good times. Good memories there, you know. Um, I actually ended up living um, during the summer with the guy that brought Brawl to get your game on, um, ironically enough. so And that was actually only a minute away. Um, and, you know, Ann Arbor is a pretty awesome place for Smash 2. We got um, 
Anther, who lives 10 minutes away in, in Ipsy. We got Lane, who lives, um, I don't even know where he lives, but he lives, like, down the street, but it's, like, two hours walking, but, like, 10 minutes driving. <laughs> Weird, I know. Um, we got Rofa, who lives, well, he lived in a co-op. I guess that's a story for the Midwest Circuit event part, though. Um, right. And he's going to be living on campus, too. So, and we have, of course, Vaseth, who, I'm t- who I was talking about that I, I stayed with during the summer. We have quite a bit of, um, you know, talent in Ann Arbor, and uh, hopefully the SMY and apartment can kind of localize it, and we can get some, uh, you know, we can get some people over all the time. Play Smash. Yeah, play Smash, you know, stream the videos on the Stickham channel here, and you guys can, you know, hear our commentary during the matches. I mean, it, it should be fun. And, you know, Cyberlink is going to be in Dearborn. Oh, really? So you better, you better come up for some matches, man. Seriously. Yeah, and it seems like a good place to, to yeah, centralize the whole Ann Arbor Smash community. Well, it might be a little small of a place to, you know, so, hold yeah, that venue. sort of yeah. event, but you'll see how it works out. Seriously, yeah. though, Ann Arbor reps Michigan, which reps the Midwest. So, yeah, yes. Uh, well, yeah, we rep the Midwest. We totally do. <laughs> we got, we got uh, Needle of Junta, and we have Anther. Um, well, Ajunta isn't really Ann Arbor-based, per se, but he's close enough. Close enough, is right. Yeah, yeah enough said, basically. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about, excuse me, our future projects that we are going to be working on for next year at the end of the show. So there are some surprises in there, and you'll want to stick around for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Did you watch the Olympics at all, Samurai Panda? I don't have cable. You don't need cable, the Olympics Sorry, are on have, NBC like, TV. Well, when I was go. when I was in the apartment, I had we had no uh, no access to television at all, other than one for like video games and stuff. I don't really care for television, yeah. so neither does he. See, I, see, I was wondering if you did because you know they had boxing, and I was like, oh. See? I did record that when I came home. The only thing I really cared about was was the boxing. I watched some of it and I recorded the rest. And I had to leave. What did you think of the boxing? It was pretty cool. Um, it was really interesting. They had some strange, strange styles. Uh, I, I saw the I saw a little bit of the match between Russia and China. That mm-hmm. I think was like a, it was it was right before the heavyweight title, and that was kind of cool. Um, it's it's definitely different from pro boxing. In fact, did you know that if you uh, become a pro boxer, you're not allowed to go into Olympic boxing? That is interesting. Yeah, they say it's too yeah, uh, violent. Wow. Yeah, so they just don't allow any crossover at all. Hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's really it's a it's a different experience from from pro, pro boxing. So what is what are some of the differences? Well, obviously the headgear and whatnot, and it's really they play differently. Uh, <clears throat> in pro boxing, they they can go for the KO kind of thing, uh, but in Olympic boxing, there really isn't any knockouts. It's not common as far as I know. Um, right. It's mostly just points. Points are usually more boring, but they their their entire play styles are get points, you know, so it's just really interesting to see them just get the punches in and, and like, do a little bit of damage, but not just to, you know, the huge swings that they miss or whatever to knock them out. Uh, it takes a little bit of the, I don't know, intensity away from it, but it just adds a different kind of flair. I see, I see. Yeah. Did you follow any of the Michael Phelps hype? My dad told me that there was a guy from U of M that got, like, eight gold medals or something. That's, like, what? first time in history. I'm like, Michael Phelps? He's like, yeah, that guy. He yeah. is pretty, yeah, pretty much guy. the man. Now, how about you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Sure, sorry, take it. Uh, yeah, sure. Obviously, Michael Phelps is this insanely good swimmer. Um, 
Previously, it broke many records during this Olympic year, um, but most notably, there were um, you know how many gold medals in one Olympics. Uh, I believe it was Mark Spitz who had held it before, especially in uh, swimming with seven, seven in 1972. Yep, and Phelps broke that with eight. Um, and you know each one of his events, basically, you know he got a gold medal in. Uh, there were several close finishes that. Um, you know, were quite notable. Um, one was uh, one hundredth of a second away, um, which was a little controversial at first because it looked like uh, the second end up second place finisher beat him, but it was depending on the different strokes. Like he was gliding underwater, and Phelps still had another stroke uh, over the water. So controversy there, but overall, you know, Phelps did extremely well. Um, and, you know, made the U.S. proud and all that. So, you know, obviously, congrats to Phelps and the whole, you know, U.S. Olympic team, um, especially, like, for the accomplish accomplishments through swimming. And also, yeah, to represent U of M. It was great. Mm -hmm. It's true, yeah, because he trains in Ann Arbor, so uh, even though he's from Baltimore originally. Um, also, U.S. men's basketball got the gold medal, so did the women's basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, the quote-unquote Redeem Team, which was the name for the men's basketball team as opposed to the Dream Team from 1992. Uh, 2000 was the last year in which U.S. men's basketball got a gold medal in international play. In 2004, they were beaten in the semifinals by Argentina, I want to say, and then they have uh, every two years, you know, on the... Uh, so, like, 2002 and 2006, they had the FIBA World Championships, in which they lost that as well. And, you know, they took home the gold medal this year, so that was all fine and good. Is basically, they have a three-year committing program instead of just like, oh, get these NBA All-Stars together a few weeks before the Olympics and practice and think you're going to go out there and beat everybody. Um, you know, the women's team dominated. There's really no competition in women's basketball, but then again, women's basketball is very fundamental at best. Um... And the other big story, the only really controversy in the Olympic Games was the Chinese gymnasts. In the all-around competition, there was the Chinese gymnasts and the U.S. women's gymnasts who were, you know, vying for the gold medal. And the Chinese gymnasts all seem to be rather young at best. And the rule is for the Olympics that you have to be 16 years old for gymnastics, or maybe it's any competition, 16 years old in the calendar year that the Olympics are held. So you could be 15, but like, if you turn 16 in December, then you're okay. Well, these Chinese gymnasts looked very young, maybe 13, maybe 14. And originally in Chinese newspapers, it had been reported that they were not of age yet, but then the Chinese government said they have, you know, they have passports now and their passports are accurate, and the Chinese government says that it was just an error on the newspaper's part. So you don't want the Olympic Committee to go investigating that and make the host country look bad. That that would just not be a good thing. So the Chinese gy gymnasts won the all-around gold medal after, uh, what was her name, Alicia Sacramoni uh, basically kind of blew things for the American gymnasts and got the silver medal. And, you know, those were some of the main highlights for at least the U.S. Olympic team. I mean, a lot of other countries did great, you know, Australia did very well in swimming for men's swimming. You know, I mean, Michael Phelps dominated, but you know, even in women's swimming too, Australia did very strongly. 
Uh, Britain took home several medals. So, I mean, it was just a really great showing for the world. It was a very nice Olympic Games. And I think that's all you really have to say about that. Literally, I also want to mention um, Jamaica for track. Well, of course, of course. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is nuts. Crap. You're, you're track boy, so talk yeah. about that. Right, um, and I don't have the times here right in front of me, but um, I just, you know, because I ran track for so long, obviously you can appreciate, um, like, how good some of these athletes are. Like, in, if you swam in high school and such, you can appreciate what Michael Phelps is doing even more. And just to see, like, how fast Usain Bolt ran, and, you know, how, uh, Jamaica, so I don't, you know, who knows if he's, you know, legit, I guess, but, you know, Seems he is, and just the times that he was getting were absolutely nuts, crushing world records, and especially um, just like even destroying second place. He was far out ahead of anybody else there. I think he set the 100 meter dash down to 969, and he uh, 200 even, down to like 19.3. He even showboated a little bit on the uh, the 100 meter, like you know held his arms out or whatever as he was crossing the finish line a little bit before. So he could have ran oh, yeah. a little faster, but he was just dumbing that much. It was impressive. He still ran a 19, uh, 969. The best I ran, I think, was like a, a 12-4 in high school. So it's incredible what these guys are doing, especially if you've done that sport before. But yeah, Panda would just go in the Olympics and, you know, crush everyone in boxing, right? What? Oh, yeah. Darn, you just... There was nothing for me to add, so... <laughs> yeah. So you went and got something to eat or drink. I said you would crush everyone in boxing, right? Hells no. I'll be in the heavyweight division. <laughs> Dude, those people are, like, wow. Just wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. basically all I have to say. All right, let's talk about Brawl now. Do we have to talk about Brawl now? I, uh, I guess we do. Yeah. Well, you guys <laughs> well, the uh, the Smash back room is basically the place where all the competitive rules are made for competitive Smash. And Smashboards is the localized uh, station, if you will, for competitive Smash. The Smash back room is the place where all the rules are made. And they we recently published the recommended rule set for Brawl. Want to talk about it, Panda? Yeah, sure. Uh, by the way, Anther just joined the uh, the chat here. What up, Anther? I don't know if he has speakers. Oh, You're he does. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's awesome. All right, so uh, the um, official SBR rule set. Yeah, we worked on that for a long, long time. It took, what, like two months, maybe? Uh, at least, at least. We had, like, different stages every week. We had You dropped your monitor on top of your speakers? <laughs> wow, and we <laughs> we had we had to vote on different stages every week. Um, it you know it just took a long long time, and um, we had to decide on what to do. The whole you know it, we don't have items in the game because we don't like randomness, right? Right. So how can we say that? And yet the first stage we play on, you click a giant random button. That's true. There's no such thing as a neutral stage, period. Because every single stage is different depending on every single matchup. Right? Mm, exactly. So we made a system. By we, I mean, I think someone in California? I don't actually know the origins of, of the system. It's called the strikeout system. 
You're definitely a big proponent of that. Why don't you explain to the people what that is? Uh, the strikeout system is very simple. We have a list of uh, starter stages, and then um, you take turns striking a stage after the character selection. So say I choose um, Kirby, and you choose Falcon, which we did right. before. Um, and you own me. <laughs> eh. <laughs> you did. You did. Don't 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 be shy. Um, so <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah. So <laughs> I can strike, subject. say, um, battlefield, and then you take your turn. You strike, you know, final destination, and we keep striking until there's one stage left, which um, should end up being the most fair stage possible, um, because you know for that matchup it should be neutral. And uh, I've done it so far in, in quite a few tournaments, and I really like the system. I know some people aren't fans of it. People like Anther, who use you know Pikachu or characters that have ridiculous uh, versatility, don't really care where they go. So they just kind of say, "Hey, just want to go battlefield," you know, because it's easier for them. But eh, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for people like me, I don't really use versatile characters. I can't, I can't play Diddy on any stage besides FD, you know, and I, I like. I don't really like a lot of stages with Snake either because they're just not very good on some stages. So, Pikachu right. does not care. What? What's? The, tell me what stage I can counterpick you on, Anther, Please. <laughs> I, I've I've tried. I, I used Port Town, but that's that's usually not legal. Although, um, on a rule set, it is. Uh, we have a thing where you have to have two thirds majority in order to be considered. Um, in order to be solidly in um, one position. So, a starter stages had to have a two third majority voting starter. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and so obviously some stages did not get two-third majority, uh, and those stages are in these uh, kind of like purgatory categories yeah, between, in between, yeah, yes, exactly between counterpick and uh, and starter, or between band and counterpick. And Port Town, um, oddly enough, is in between uh, counterpick and band. And yes, I did vote for it to be on because um, if you play on enough, you will never ever get hit by a car. Period. So that makes sense. I mean, it, it's actually a really good stage, and it counterpicks Anther. So why not? <laughs> you know. Oh, um, there are also different rules here that you know some people may not be aware of. Uh, for one one example, some people may not know if you know if they don't read the tactical discussion where what the Meta Knight's Infinite Cape glitch is. Oh yeah. Um, do you want to? Do you know about that or? Well, you explained it to me. I mean, it's basically. I don't know exactly how to do it. It just looked like a whole bunch of, you know, clicking the C-stick or whatever. But, you know, obviously Meta Knight's down B is the cape, the dimensional cape. And you do some crazy button combination that you will elaborate on. <laughs> and um, basically you can disappear yeah. for a set amount of time. It can be used as a stalling mechanism, but it can also be used legally as well, mm-hmm. more or less. But you can disappear and basically move wherever you want to go and then reappear when you so choose. But it's quite difficult to pull off, so I've heard. Um, well, it's not actually very difficult. It's quite easy. Um, and that's the biggest problem. So here's the thing. Uh, the theory behind it is when his down B, it kind of works like Pikachu's up B, um, where he can do two different directions. And what happens is when it lands on the ground, it kind of extends the time a little bit. So when you hold down, when you do down B and you hold down and you hit up on the C stick, you're actually like smash DIing up. So he's going up a little bit, but going back down and touching the, the ground again. So Meta Knight basically is going up and down, up and down, up and down, and infinitely extending the time of his dimensional cape. He disappears for as long as you want him to disappear, and reappears wherever on the stage you want him to. Mm-hmm. Kind of stupid, 
And there are some very silly things that can be done, like, you know, disappearing when you come down with your invincibility, and then reappearing on the edge of the stage. And you can't punish him. So, uh, we talked about it in the back room, uh, and it, we thought, like, obviously, it shouldn't be used for stalling. The biggest thing is some people will be able to, with practice, and yes, this is possible, down B and not reappear for the rest of the match. It's possible. And some people, like, within the first few days, were able to do it two to three minutes, like, straight. Um, Overswarm was able to do it, I think, for for quite a, quite some time. Um, and it's for... Wow, Overswarm did it for an entire match, according to Okuyama. Damn. Um, so, the, obviously, that's, that's a very scary prospect, and giving a pretty broken character another broken technique uh, is just... It's not very good for the, you know, the competitive metagame. So... Uh, we talked about what we should do. We shouldn't like allow it for stalling, but how can you go? How can you you know say you're stalling? You know how can we define sure. that? What three seconds, six seconds, and how do you how do you contest that? If someone does that to you in a match, are you going to go call a judge and the judge has to come over with a timer in his hand? How do you do that? You know it, it's just not feasible to have a judge all you know around every single match watching for that. So we couldn't just ban it for stalling. We had to ban the tech itself. You, you're not allowed to do that because it's, you know, we it, it ideally would just ban it for stalling, but in practice that doesn't actually work. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to note here on the optional rules, which we'll get back to later, and it makes perfect sense. It says pirated copies of Brawl or modded Wii consoles will not be used for tournament matches. What? Hmm. You know, pirated copies of Brawl or modded Wii consoles will not be used for tournament matches. And was that we'll get to that when it comes to talking about hacking the game for potential tournament uses. But um, you, were talking, you were talking about Meta Knight earlier, obviously. And obviously one of the hot topics at the moment is, oh my gosh, Meta Knight is too good. Let's ban him from tournaments. Yeah. <sighs> well, it's an interesting topic for sure, and you obviously probably want to know our opinions on it as... Show me news fans. Um, let's see, Sword Hunter. What do you think about banning Meta Knight in tournaments? It's just dumb. Um, there are people who obviously are not as good with Meta Knight, but you know, if people are going to play Meta Knight, you know, competitively, of course, they're going to be good. But just to have to ban him overall, it just seems. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of it. Just get better, and I'll play against good Meta Knights more and learn how what their weaknesses are. And all, um, just don't just claim that they're broken, and just get better at it. People have been saying that Snake is the same way, and that oh no, he is too good. Just too good is an excuse. Just get better, really. Yeah, I think you know it might be a possible option later down the line. Let's not count that out. But the problem is, it is six months into the game's lifetime. It's just way too early to say that oh no, we've figured out the entire meta game and. Uh, the meta game for Meta Knight, <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, well, we totally know what's best because he's doing well at tournaments, even though there are some tournaments where Meta Knight doesn't place that high, or there's not a good Meta Knight player there, so what's to say that Meta Knight is dominating all these tournaments? If a Meta Knight is so far and away going to be the best you know, player in this game of Super Smash Brothers Brawl, that no character can beat him, and there's a wide margin between it, then it may be considered. But right now, six months 
in the time of the game, I'm sorry, it's way too early to even discuss it. But of course, on the boards, we have to have discussions for it, and it just it irks me a little bit to see them. Just a little bit? More than just a little bit, maybe. Yeah, that's better. What, yeah. about you, what do you think, Panda? Um, no. Like, I have played some of the best Meta Knights. I've played DSF's Meta Knight. I've played Vigil's Meta Knight. Um, unfortunately, I haven't played M2K's and whatnot, and... Um, Mm, I've, I've played quite a few Meta Knights, uh, and they are very good. Meta Knight is a stupid character. Ridiculous character. <laughs> no. Do not ban him. Simple as that. Uh, and in the background, too, like, we, we are discussing the whole, like, not banning him, but what would it take? Like, when do we say he deserves a ban? And, uh, like, nobody thinks that we should ban him now, obviously. Well, okay, a few people do, obviously. You know, um, right. but the majority do not. And, uh, well, our consensus is wait. If Meta Knight starts to win every single big tournament, uh, and there's, like, a lot of Meta Knights in the top eight, and the biggest, like, if Meta Knight fought the next highest placing character and, like, two stalked him every single time for, like, months, and there's, like, nothing they can do about it, then, yeah. Meta Knight probably should be banned. And for anybody that thinks Snake is on the same level as Meta Knight, have not actually played the game. Although I would not mind banning Game & Watch. Just just for you. <laughs> Considering how I did it my last tournament, not saying I'm good at all because I'm pretty much crap. But <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know, Game & Watch is getting bootied. But, but that's, just, that's just selfish to say. And you even said, wait months. Well, we've just had the game for six months. It's gotta, gotta wait. Mm -hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna be a long time before we even consider doing this. And honestly, I think before we even should like ban Knight, we should probably ban Pikachu. Pretty damn broken. Just <laughs> <laughs> ban everyone that's good while no, we're right. at it, right? That, that, that's the thing too. Like once you start banning Knight, where does it end? Well, Snake is, you know. No. Aside from Meta Knight, Snake is up there among the best. Will yeah. people start bitching and moaning that Snake is too good? Do we ban him? Do we ban certain techniques because, oh my god, they're just too good? Where does it stop? And that's the thing, when you start banning characters. I mean, Fox and Falco were very good in Melee. No doubt. Sheik was also really good. And, you know, Everyone like in the high tier, Marth, Peach. Did we ban any of those? No, because there was competition route and you know, Melee's lifespan was six to seven years. Six months. You gotta wait. You have to have to wait. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, I know a lot of people that think um, Meta Knight should be banned, but we, there's absolutely no reason to ban him now. And that we need to wait for the future um, with more data and more evidence, because right now, there's not enough at all. And, you know, I might be one of those people. I do play Snake. I don't have that much problem, like, it's ironic, I don't really lose that often to Meta Knights, I play a lot of Meta Knights, you know, I do fairly well, um, other than getting too stocked by DSF, because he knows stupid crap to do against Snake, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, I understand that Meta Knight just kind of is really good, really, really good, uh, although I, I think, I don't know, he's not crazy good, and I think there's some, like, tricks to beating him, just not visual. Like, for example, the tornado. In the beginning of the tornado, did you know you can smash him out of it? I think I knew that, yeah. Yeah, um, 
the tornado actually has very low priority when he first stop, when he first starts it. Um, with Snake, if he starts the tornado right next to me, I'm just gonna you know up tilt him, and that knocks him out of the tornado. Uh, it takes like a second before it picks up priority, uh, and then a lot of attacks clash with it. And if he tries to go across the stage with it, you can actually just charge a smash and then you know just hit him out of it. Um, but and like even the uh, the up B the shuttle loop, according to I think it was Lord HDL, um, it was some weird ass angle. But like Peach can down air him and not get hit by the shuttle loop as mm. he does it. Uh, and I've heard rumors of Bum uh, his DK in in New York. He's probably the best DK right now, um, mm. as far as I know. He um, can spike him, can spike Marinite through the up B. So, like, there are some weaknesses to Meta Knight, and it's, gonna, it's just going to take us some time to, to figure it out, you know? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what we think on Meta Knight if you've been asking those kind of questions. Now, recently, the Midwest, since, you know, we are in the Midwest, had what is called a circuit event. And I know you started, you know, last episode to talk about your tips for better awesomeness and mm -hmm. whatnot. And it was a couple of weeks ago, on a weekend, I happened to have work, so I could not make the trip out to Ann Arbor. Oh. But why don't you tell people what a circuit event is, how it's different from a regular tournament, and what the uh, overall environment was like. Uh, so, circuit events are, are pretty simple. Um, there are multiple circuit events in a region, in the Midwest, for example. We split the Midwest into two parts, uh, and we are now the, I think, East Midwest or something? Like... Something like that, because the Midwest makes, is a pretty large area. Sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so there are these circuit events, which are tournaments. You go to these tournaments, you place, and then you get points for placing, um, you know, so well, whatever, at these tournaments. And then you go to more of these circuit events, you keep getting these points, um, and then at the end, like, after each tournament, um, they take about 15% out of the pot. So... Um, at the end of the circuit events, the people with the most points are actually given this giant pot um, that they end up with. Um, and also is for ranking as well, you know, just to see where you are in relation to, the, to other people in the Midwest. Um, and so a circuit event usually will bring in a lot of people. Um, unfortunately, MSOP, Midwest Shits on People, which was the first circuit event, um, yeah, that was the name, didn't really bring in a whole lot of people. Uh, a lot of people attribute that to, um, what would he call it? Uh, oh, yeah, his rules, which until like the week of or something, his rules were like no chain grabbing, no infinites, no, um, like nothing. It was ridiculously silly and conservative for a circuit event of all things. So, yeah, that didn't really work out very well, and I think like 20 people or something ended up going. But uh, we had one here in Ann Arbor, Rofa's Midwest Circuit Event, and uh, it was pretty fun. I mean, DSF. Oh, okay, so here's what happened. Rofa actually ended up going to California for a month, uh, and he met up with DSF. He went to a couple tournaments there. DSF is one of the top players right now, just straight up, one of the top players in Brawl, period. And he convinced DSF to come up to Michigan. So he uh, got a flight up here, and uh, he went to the circuit event. And it was actually really awesome hanging out with him and stuff. He's, he's a nice guy and stuff like that. Um... Uh, it was really epic seeing some of the battles that uh, that happened. Um, DSF played, you know, the best in the Midwest, Vigio, Anther, and Joel. Um, Joel actually did really well once. I, I saw 
uh, one Money Match, the first one, he did really well, and then later on in my apartment, they did some, like two more Money Matches, and he like lost one and then won one or something like that, and won one in um, Melee, but, you know, and it was actually kind of funny <laughs> that, uh, yeah, they played Melee once, I know. Um, Vaseth was actually like live blogging the uh, the matches as they're going on. Like um, Anther ended up playing DSF twice. Um, DSF knocked him out to losers the first time, and then in winners he played him again and uh, unfortunately won. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, Anther, why don't you like I don't know do the stuff you do to me? <laughs> uh, given it was running really late because the doubles took like seven or eight hours, so it you was like probably four say o'clock how late it was. Yeah, it was it was like, it was like four a.m. Was yeah. like the the grand finals, so mm, yeah, uh, I can understand why he wasn't playing that great. But my my finger is wagging right now. Just just so Anther knows, I'm I'm not happy that you own me constantly, but you just don't do the same stuff to him. Chisk chisk. <laughs> and he even knows how to do the chain throws without the nades blowing up. But every single time he did it, I don't know, he just forgot. It seems. But uh, but it was really really cool and it was really epic. And uh, what ended up happening was Rofa. Um, when he went to California, forgot to apply to live in his co-op, uh, like a dorm thing, uh, again. So he was kind of getting evicted that weekend. Uh, so he was a little bit busy and ended up um, having to find a apartment with a girlfriend he had for a month um, for the whole year. And they, they did eventually, but he didn't really have time. So uh, he was supposed to be hosting DSF, and he couldn't anymore because he was getting evicted. So DSF ended up um, staying in my apartment for like the next three, four days. Uh, and then Joel, because he has nothing better to do and he wanted to play DSF a lot, uh, ended up staying with him the whole time. And uh, so we had, and Anther and the man also stayed quite a while too. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. We, you know, watched some movies too. Movies By movies, I mean movie. Um, Tropic Thunder. Don't watch it oh. if you actually like movies. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't like those kind of movies generally, but mm, they liked it, I think. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and we had a good time. DSF is a pretty funny guy. He he didn't really feel like playing Smash most of, most of the time, but uh, yeah, it's all right. And he had these weird, weird, weird games that I can't even begin to describe. They're like some fire, like campfire games or something. Like just these mind games he does, like weird ass things. Uh, it's just too hard to describe, honestly. Like I can't do it. Now, for those listeners who want to, you know, get into their own local circuit events, would you recommend going to the boards? What would be your advice for, you know, researching for, you know, some of our fans? Like, if they want to prove their worth in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, how would they go about finding a circuit event? Well, circuit events only happen every now and then. Uh, I think there is another circuit event this September 13th, I want to say. Yes, September 13th. Um, WCON. It's in uh, Illinois. Sure. Um, it's actually. I think Grand I venue. said it was maybe Indiana. Indiana. Indiana is that where? It, okay. It's it's yeah. three hours away. It's um it's a great venue. It's a great. Uh, it'll be a great time too. Um, you don't really have to find circuit events. You just need to find tournaments. Go to tournaments. There's truly nothing else you can do. I've heard many people that hate brawl. By the way, say that brawl is harder to get good at than melee. Because you can't sit at home and just play by yourself. You can't go on Wi-Fi and just play by yourself or, you know, with friends. The only way to get good at this game is go to tournaments. That's it. So, you know, go to tournaments and get better. And I will be doing the uh, some spin-off 
sometime soon, hopefully, the Tips for Better Awesomeness thing. And uh, it'll be kind of uh, the story of, of how I was introduced into the community. A lot of people mistakenly believe that because I have a red name, I must have already been a pro for like a while. But uh, I had a red name well before I ever gone to tournament, like at all. Yeah, so. people say that a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm waiting for you to get a space on your friends list. It's like, dude, I don't play online anymore. I wanted to at the beginning, but too bad it's ass, so yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I tried to pick it up online. I, I tried to, like, I don't know, make it fun, because Anther said it was fun, and then Lane said it was fun, and they said it helped, and, and they lied. It it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, online is is just bad. Mm. Um, one of the big tournaments, but we kind of shun it, was Evo, and Evo happened, and we tore Mr. Wizard a new one mm. in episode thirty-seven with the Buzzsaw, and well, that tournament came and went, and uh, kind of proved what we thought would happen. Mm. So. Uh, Basically, Ken, you know, the, the famous Ken, got to the finals against a guy, I can't remember the name, it's like SF, SF92 or whatever. Uh, CPU, SK92. Uh, SK92. He's, he's yeah. Las Vegas um, Falco. Very, very good Falco. One of the top Falcos, period. Um, but he got knocked out. So. Oh, was, okay. Yeah. It was finals against CPU, a 14-year-old from yeah, CPU, yeah, okay. Illinois, was it? In, I think Illinois or something. I don't, I don't even remember where he's from. Uh, his first tournament ever. Right. Yeah. He used Rob, and yeah. Did you Did you see the matches? I I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. It's pretty sad. This match. He definitely also. beat. He definitely beat Ken for those who uh didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken was definitely uh the better player. You can watch it on YouTube, by the way. They have the grand finals. The, Ken was definitely the better player. Uh, at everything but items. He was outclassed. CPU was good with items. CPU's not great, but uh, he was good enough because, you know what? The Smash Balls. He got almost every single Smash Ball, and Rob's final Smash is ridiculously good. His laser can snipe a Smash Ball from, like, across the stage. And Evo, not knowing that this is supposed to happen with, you know, Rob with items and Smash Balls, think it's amazing every time they see it. So, it's just silliness. And it ended up having, I believe, 104 people. So here's, here's a couple statistics for you, okay? Last year, EVO 2K7 received 270 people for Melee. Brawl, which is getting routinely more people than Melee has ever had for even local tournaments, uh, ended up receiving 105 people at EVO 2K8. 54 of those people, by my count, uh, ended up signing up just for Brawl. So everyone else was there for other games, likely, as well, and just signed up for Brawl because it was there. Because, by the way, the entrance fee is like 50 bucks. And then it's yeah, like, so might as well. Yeah, it's like 10 bucks for, like, per game after that. So, yeah. And that's not a lot of people, especially for a game that should be more popular. They could have easily broken 300. Easily. But they decided not to with their rule set. So um, they thought it was a huge success, whatever, because they had a lot of fun watching it. Because items were on medium, they had smash balls, they had silly things on, and almost every single stage was on, too, with a few they, exceptions. Yeah, they had Ken pick up a hammer on Skyworld, and mm. that equals death. 
Yeah. Yep. To say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then they also had commentary for the grand finals, and apparently I think there was when uh, Marth got the final smash and it was dodged, and they they went nuts. I mean, it's like, well, yes, that can happen, but that still doesn't mean that your entire bracket could have been messed up because of the futility and stupidity of items. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize that, like, yes, it could affect, you know, the final match, and Ken did lose because he, you know, CPU is better at items, but what about the rest of the bracket? What about the other different good players that came to EVO just for shits and giggles who got knocked out by silly things like items and this CPU player might not have even made it to the finals just because he had he had good luck with him that day. Like you think about that. I don't know, Evo. Way to freaking go. Yeah, uh SK ninety two, I think one other player, Hall, I think it was, and uh, and Ken mm-hmm. are the only notable people. And in all honesty, I know it's it sounds kind of weird, but Ken is not a big name in Brawl. That was his third tournament. Ever. Yeah. And one of its tournaments was a GameStop tournament. The other was a house tournament. And remember what Panda said, that it's harder to get better in Brawl than in Melee, so... Well, it's, it's relative. If you're a pro, then you already know how to, how to you know, <laughs> okay, play. Okay. Uh, that's why I see all the old pros, you know? There are, you know, all the old pros are at the top in every single place. Uh, there are some new people, but not as many. Come back to Brawl, Gimpy. He did. Yay. Yeah, he just recently he's he's still considering it, whatever. But he's playing Sheik now. Interesting. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Oh. Uh, th- there's he made he made a thread on the Sheik boards and stuff, and he went to one tournament and had a little bit of fun. So he's like, I'm considering coming back. So, you mm. know, hopefully he does, because we all miss Gimpy. Do, do eat. <laughs> mm. Oh, by the way, Bowser uh, is now one of my favorite characters. So much fun. Bowser is interesting. Yeah, and oh. I destroy Anther. <laughs> I just charge towards smashing runs into it. Uh, um, do we have to cover anything more about that craptastic tournament called Evo? Oh, yeah. Um, one other thing. Uh, sure. Evo... Well, Mr. Wizard was pretty much in charge of uh, of making the rules and stuff. And they all want to share blame and whatnot, but I don't hold any, you know... What do you call it? Grudge. Thank you. I don't hold a grudge against Evo, and I don't hold a grudge against the staff. I only hold a grudge against Mr. Wizard, because he handled it so poorly. Um, and Pander and Inkblot, uh, two guys that are also, you know, big in Evo, they make the rules and whatnot. Uh, Inkblot, he kind of thinks that items on is better, but Pander really did, uh, you know, consider our community. And basically, it ended up going to this. Next year at Evo, if Brawl comes back, if, because there's a lot of games coming out, by the way, it will be items off. So, yeah, because you know what? They shunned our entire community, and nobody from our community pretty much went. Very few people. They could have had the biggest turnout they've ever had for a single game, easily. But Well, after you backstab us and say, F you guys, I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm happy that they're they're turning around because I I desperately want to go to Evo one day and next summer might be my last one because if I go to medical school then you don't really have summers so that's true yeah and that would be fun yeah it would Vegas you know prostitutes exactly. you know are legal sure um so let's see we got a couple you know a few small things to add about you know the goings on in the brawl community recently on the general brawl discussion. A user, oh jeez, I can't even remember the name in here. Sort of an X. What was it called? Um, basically, he made a thread that it was a video of him 
and he says, oh, yeah, Gino's in Brawl. Well, we with this. So he goes in and he shows the uh, the text, you know, notifications that, you know, he unlocked, you know, the Star Warrior, um, Heart, other symbols, whatever is unlocked. And, you know, they go to the character select screen and hover over random and do something and look, there's Gino. You go to a stage and... Uh, when, when the match starts, it's like, ready? And it, yeah. you know, so that he's like, oh yeah, the, the game freezes, and this is as far as I can go. And, you know, obviously, you can pick out a fake. It's pretty easy to do. I mean, we, we all know. You can listen to past episodes of the podcast, and I don't care. There were so many hoaxes and so many fakes that it's really, really easy to pick out. Especially, you know, when you've got trained eyes, like, you know, we developed, if you want to say that. But, you know, people said, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good fake. Like, yeah. he, you know, he put a you know, good amount of effort into it. And, and I'll agree, you know, it, was, it took, you know, not a fair, a fair amount of skill to, you know, have the right kind of text. And, you know, to just generally to put the, you know, the graphics for Gino, even though it was a little iffy at best, you know, compared to some of the other models. But, you know, just to, to do that, it looked pretty nice, but there were several things wrong with it. Before I go to that, did you guys have any impressions? Sorry, what do you think about the Geno hoax? It's yeah, it's interesting. I just watched the video again, but um, yeah, he does do a pretty good job with it. You know, sells it. You know, I don't want to say it kind of well, but it's always also interesting to see the reactions of people on the boards. Um, you can expect wide reactions both ways of. Oh my god, no way, and, like, just stop right now. Um, he does do, you know, a decent job with, you know, the animations, um, matching how, uh, matching Brawl's, um, its interface, basically, and pretty accurately. So, I guess a good job there, but we're not really going to buy that Gino is actually in Brawl just by this. I mean, someone probably would have figured it out by now, and not just this random video that pops up somewhere. Yeah. But, eh, decent, but who's going to buy it, really? No, well, some people did. I don't know how or why. Cause it's, it's pretty blatant, but I think I think most people got, got the uh, the joke and they knew it was not, uh, not real at all. Mm-hmm. Hope so. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to actually be taken seriously, there were so many things. And it might be just like, that I'm nitpicky and, you know, I would like to go into video production. But, like, you just notice so many logical flaws, if you will. Like, if, you know, you have all the unlocked uh, sequences, well, why don't you say any, you know, circumstances? How did you unlock him? What did you do? Why don't you at least make something up if you want to be believable? And then, you know, you go and he has, you know, Gino's name be all the symbols that he's referred to in the game. Is that just so there's no announcer? Because the announcer's not going to go, Heart, star, slash, you know, whatever. I mean, they're going to say Gino, and, you know, Nintendo would put Gino as the character. And so you're just, you know, going to maneuver away around that. Um, just, and then, of course, the biggest thing is, well, not, okay, I'll say second biggest thing. When you put it over random, and it suddenly switched, what do you do? Do you press X and Y at the same time? Do you have this crazy combination? Again, make something up if you want to be believable at all. And then, of course, you know, obviously the biggest thing is when the game freezes, it's like, oh, of course. Isn't that just too convenient that the game freezes just when you would need to animate a moveset? 
way to freaking go. And also, one more thing, why do this six months after release? If you want it to be believable, you're going to do this a little bit before release, a little bit after release, but not when people have dissected every little bit of the Brawl ISO, you know, found the Forbidden 7. Gino's not in the Forbidden 7. By Forbidden 7, we mean, you know, the little bit of character files that still exist on the Brawl disc that they may have scrapped. They found every little bit, every little thing. And, of course, Gino's not on there. So why do you do this six months later? I can I just love the post um, right after yours, obviously, um, ironically enough, from Orion. Basically, quote, exp uh, explaining it, it's great, uh, it says, and I found out how it's done, guys. First kill one, like, quadrillion people in Cruel Brawl with every character 17 times exactly, then get every sticker in a row in a specific order, then go onto a computer and use really good editing skills to make it look like Geno's in Brawl. So, yes, that's a pretty good way of how Geno is in Brawl. Well done, Orion. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's over. Honestly, like the whole character thing, it's done. You know, no. Uh, it, if you were a moderator at the time, like like Yoko and I were, we, we were at the peak. We were at it as moderators because they needed moderators badly. Uh, it, it was pretty bad. You know, the whole this character, that character, and then when the game was actually coming out, and what characters are, you know, what's the roster and stuff, so, honestly, I'm just tired of it, and I just don't care about it anymore. I just don't yeah. even pay attention to it, you know? Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and then, Sakurai drops the bomb on us with another dojo update. I mean, are people still expected to check this website anymore? Seriously? I definitely did not. I didn't hear about this until just a couple days ago, you know, it was a few days before that, that it actually came out. I don't actually understand it. Who, who actually checked the dojo? Who, who said, hey, I want to see the dojo updated, you know? Like, oh, <laughs> no, really. I'm going to reminisce on past dojo updates because I miss them oh so much. I mean, we did podcasts on them, and I really don't miss them at all, to be honest. But that yeah. might just be me. Anyway, this dojo update is talking about Target Smash and Home Run Contest World Records. Now, Sakurai says, you know, oh, you know, we've gotten a bunch of them, and I've compiled a list of world records for each character. What? How can someone pull that off? It's just amazing. Please post your record using Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. And that's the trick. You know, Sakurai put in the stupid three-minute time limit for replays. And with some Home Run Contest records... Yeah, the sandbag travels far enough that it goes longer than three minutes. Hmm. So you can't submit it to Nintendo, and they can't claim it as a world record. Because the key is, you know, you go to your replays, you press one of them, you press submit, you send it to Nintendo, and then, yeah, I guess they'll compare it and put this, you know, stupid crap together. And uh, as we should say it, it's at the end of July 2008, but some of these records were broken earlier than that because they're just put on YouTube, hmm. it goes longer than three minutes, and whatever, and, you know, we've had a little update before that showed the different screenshots, you know, after the game's released, and it was uh, talking about, oh, yeah, Brawl's finally out in Europe, way to freaking go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the whole submitting your replays and it's actually considered for a world record, because it's not a world record. Sorry, Sakurai, you tried. Sorry, M-Dog, but uh, no dice. Yeah. Brawl needs a patch to fix that. <laughs> Uh, there are bound to be patch. people that are going to be saying that now. To put it on an SD card instead of just get rid of that three-minute limit. 
But well, DLC was deconfirmed by Sakurai fairly early on. Like uh, yep. either Sakurai or it was in some interview, they said no, no DLC, um, which is sad. And I don't really expect an update. And unfortunately, I don't expect Nintendo to you know milk the fans for you know everything they have, because I mean I would buy a new version of Smash if it you know fixed some things, no tripping, you know along a replay, just a couple things here and there. You know, they just put it in a new box, say a collector's edition, and I'll pay fifty bucks. I would, yeah, because I I like that stuff. You know, I want a lot of people would, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of little things that they just didn't do that really, 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 really would have helped. Things like in the replay, maybe you could you should you know leave the option to see tags. You know, what about like um, fast sending- forward and rewind? Hmm. Fast forward and rewind? Yeah, fast forward and rewind. Yeah. That, that's really, you know, missing and, and kind of weird. It's not there. Here's an example. I just had a replay. I played it a couple days ago. Uh, we were doing random matches, and I was D3. Mm-hmm. Sword Hunter was Pikachu. And we were playing on Castle Siege. And so we go from the throne room, which is the second, uh, the second room, and okay. it, you used a down smash on me. And so, you know, I yeah, went up a little so. bit, and when I was landing on the ground, the stage transitioned, and I fell through the big rock for the lava pit on the third transition. Right through it. Like, very much through it, that big chunk of rock. And so, and I, w- I tried to recover, and I was close, but, you know, I couldn't recover because I was just under it. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so then after, you know, that was my second stock, third stock, I just jumped off because... Want to save the replay, but it's you know a one minute forty second thing, and when you play it, you want to fast forward and just see that little bit, but no, you can't. So mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, there's been several times where a little thing happens, like one crazy awesome thing, and you have to watch the whole replay to get to it, and then you're like, exactly. oh man, that's so cool. Let's watch it again. Then you have to wait another three minutes to get to it. It's like, mm-hmm. right. mm. should have thought about put something. it on YouTube and claim it's a glitch like every other person would and well, then they make a thread about it it is hey, actually a glitch top it all off right it's a common about, glitch you know, actually the, the falling through Pokemon Stadium yeah I've, I've seen that a couple times yeah uh, it, it I even happened in Melee I know you know some of the transitions between you know changing that stage are weird especially with you know the edges between like the edge and then you know like the grass or whatever or the sand or rock or whatever you want to call it I know some of that is weird but I didn't expect to fall through a huge rock in that transition of Castle Siege. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it, it was strange. Maybe I'll upload it later, but not say it's a glitch. It'd be like, yeah, this is what we were referring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but maybe as a segue a little bit, um, if people are going to be, you know, hacking, brawl, and all that, wouldn't they find a way to, you know, change some of those things, like get rid of the three-minute limit on, you know, replays and such? I was well, just going to say that. They yeah. find a way to do so. Because they've done so much other stuff already. Yeah, especially tripping. I mean, <laughs> you know, first, like, one of the things you got to talk about is, you know, all the different texture hacks. And I know Mick had sent a mail time question in about what do you think about the different texture hacks, and we'll talk about it here. Um, basically, you know, obviously there's the homebrew channel that's out. And one of the things that you can get on the homebrew channel for Wii is a program called Ocarina. And it's kind of like, I guess you could say, a Game Shark for Wii that's run through the homebrew channel. And I don't know if it's through here that you can do it, but like, you can change the textures for different Brawl characters. Or it may just be a lot more than that. But you know, it allows for possibilities like, you know, 
Faison Suit Samus and Fierce Deity Link and Dark Charizard, whatever. And it's kind of interesting. Did you see the actual video explaining it and showing all that it could do? No. Uh, not necessarily, but I know there's probably a lot you know, that you have to do for something as relatively complicated as that. Well, actually, um, I think it's fairly simple as far as I know. I, I don't know. Sort of, did you know more about that? Uh, not more about it. I mean, I saw the video um, from whatever his name is, you know, Master Link X, whatever. I'm going to try to find it soon, but it'll be stalling. But <laughs> there's a lot that he can do um, just within, uh, within Brawl. The first half of his video is just about Brawl. Then he goes into other Wii games, um, like uh, Twilight Princess. Um, he does so many different things. Um, the uh, the claw shot, he made that basically like infinitely long. So you can reach basically like all the way across Hyrule Field and grab onto the rock and automatically, <laughs> boom, you're on the other side of Hyrule Field. Hmm. Um, use the spinner to go crazy fast and also to levitate. So he is flying with the spinner. And, you know, all this other stuff um, that like he was just altering the game. So it's not just tes- texture hacks that he can, that no, Ocarina can do. Well, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a cheat amazing. device. It's a cheat device. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But I'm going to try to find that quickly. So There stop. are some interesting uh, things you can do with Ocarina, and obviously hacking the game um, is has gotten quite simple with Ocarina, and that has opened up a few new doors here and there. The texture hacks is just the, the tip of the iceberg. There's also a new code that has, you know, made some rumbles in the community, and... Uh, that's no tripping. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone doesn't want tripping. Everyone hates tripping. So, uh, actually, seen some people that said they're going to run their tournaments, uh, and then they'll have like a uh, two Wii's or something with no tripping, like the no tripping hack on it, just for the like grand finals and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of funny if they uh-huh. actually end up doing that. But uh, I mean, there's there's a lot more they can do with with Ocarina. But let's let's finish talking about the uh, the texture hacks and whatnot too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I know- there are a lot of interesting possibilities. I know, uh, you know, big Shominus fan Darkrai has the potential to hack his textures, and he's done a panda costume for Toon Link because of his uh, art submission, his panda. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there are a lot of interesting possibilities that you can do. And, um, you know, there's also, you know, thing of with moveset swaps. You know, we saw that before with Long Chu yeah. and all the, you know, the Peach who had the Sonic move sets, and she looked creepy as all hell. <laughs> and the Pikachu and with Ganondorf body. Yeah, is that Long Chu? I assume that, it is. I'm probably. Yeah. But classic. I I'm pretty sure I have nightmares of that. Honestly. <laughs> that was, yeah. Long Chu is rather frightening. Um, but yeah, there's that, and yeah, we can definitely talk about no tripping because. You know, people say, well, what if? And usually, I got to say, these are usually people who have never been to tournaments and don't know what the tournament competitive mindset is like. They say, hey, what if we use this no-tripping code or hack in tournaments? Now, Panda, what do you think about the possibility of that is, what the potential gains of it would be, what would be the potential, you know, what would be the backlash of it? Um, I personally, I would love it. No tripping, it would be awesome. Tripping is not a big deal, though. You know, uh, anybody that says like tripping uh, ruins the game or something, it would be like, really? 
Have you ever actually played this game? Have you ever really lost? Like, do you ever really trip into a force match? Does that happen to you consistently? I mean, once out of how many times, really? Yeah, honestly, it, it's it's rare for it to actually matter, but it it does every now and then. Um, you know, so in the end, it'd be awesome if it wasn't there, uh, and it would be really cool to have a hacked version that has no tripping. But uh, the the backlash is just ridiculous. You can you can screw with the game. You know, a, a TO or just someone's Wii, you can just make the <clears throat> most, like, random uh, changes. You can make your, your character top tier without anyone knowing, you know? You just add a little bit more damage or a little bit more priority. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, if you're going to bring a hacked Wii into a tournament, like, how are you going to check that, oh, this no-tripping thing is the only thing you've changed? Like, if you, you can just, say, you know, slightly change all these things, and it just throws it out the window. It's like with the whole... You know, what we were talking about earlier with, uh, crap, I forget it already. But it's basically, where does it end? You yeah. know, like, what it, you can change all the hit stuns or whatever. And, you know, you know, you mull around in the Smash back room, like, you know, for a hacked version of Brawl, what could the possibilities be? But that would mean that every tournament organizer would have to soft mod or hack their Wii to make it tournament playable. And that's not no. what you know tournaments are about. Uh, actually, that that's not entirely correct. Because of Ocarina, uh, you can actually get this hooked up within two minutes on a non-hacked Wii. All you need is an SD card and a copy of Twilight Princess, and you got it got done. Well, I mean, that's how you could get the homebrew channel, either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. In the but end, I mean, that, yeah. What, what, what that means it? that every Wii you're using for the tournament, though, would have to undergo those changes, would have to have the same specifications, and you don't know what specifications it would have, you know, exactly, where does it end? I mean, I, I do like the idea, though. Uh, True. I mean, like, if, yeah, if tripping was not there in the game, sure, it would be better because then people wouldn't bitch about it all the time. But, yeah, I mean, you can't say that, like, something which is oh so rare, and, like, even if you say the argument, like, oh, well, what if it happens in the finals when I'm playing... You know, that when money's on the line. I mean, yes, that's why we hated the idea in the beginning. That's why we ripped Sakurai for for not even really mentioning it on the dojo, clarifying why he said it was in the game, mm -hmm. you know, what, what the actual percentage was. Sure, that's why tripping was such a bad idea and we had such a problem with it. But if you're going to hack the game to change the way that it was meant to be played, I mean, you could probably do that with Melee too, with, you know, action replay or whatever. But did people do it? No, and you know, Melee wasn't perfect. It was a wonderful competitive game, but yeah, you could find things wrong with Melee too. Does that mean you change it? No, you leave the competitive game as it is, and people will make it competitive regardless. You just gotta accept its faults. I mean, that's the way I see it personally. I mean, like, what I liked the most was uh, in the back room, we were just kind of throwing around the idea of, you know, a hacked version of Brawl. Just right, sure, what ifs. So we do a lot of what ifs, like, what if we ban Meta Knight? Obviously, you two wasn't Brawl. You know, what? <laughs> what if Mewtwo wasn't brawl? Yeah, we did that one too, uh, and uh, there was some interesting reactions. And uh, of course, everyone's initial reaction was, "No way, this can never be uh, tournament standard." But uh, what we end up like realizing is that if you can patch brawl, if you can p balance patch it, <clears throat> like once a year you release a balance patch, you can potentially have a ridiculously balanced game. That I mean, may be possible. The most balanced game of all time is uh, well known as uh, StarCraft, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. And it didn't come out 
balanced. No game has ever come out balanced. Ever. And especially fighting games. There are always tiers. They always exist. And they're just, you know, there are differences that, you know, cause one thing to be better than the other. And so, StarCraft came out unbalanced, but over the course of a few years, ended up becoming balanced by patching it. Patches are the only way to get a very balanced game out. Guilty Gear tried by releasing new versions of it, like, several times, but they ended up with Accent Core. They just kind of threw away all the balance they did before and then just made a whole new, like, engine, which is pretty unbalanced as far as I hear, but, eh. I mean, can you imagine, like, the evolution of a competitive fighter that could be, like, patched by people that knew what the hell they were doing? It would be insane, yes. And it would be, it would be actually really great. Yeah. And, you know, I would be totally all for a patch if someone could do it. But, like, the problem, I'm just, you know, trying to play devil's advocate here. The problem mm -hmm. would be for those who would want to play in tournaments and get used to all those little subtle nuances that are changed, they would have to go through this process of updating their game with the patch. And it may be a simple process. It may be a little tedious. But a lot of people who don't know about Smashboards and then see a tournament be like, hey, you know, I'd like to go to this tournament, but I still have this old version of Brawl. It would be a little bit of a shock to them, and, you know, that might be one of the few flaws with the idea of a patch. Well, I would that's imagine that people Nintendo, that don't you know? really go to tournaments and would see a tournament, they'd be like, oh my god, they wouldn't see the changes. They yeah, wouldn't realize what was changed, you know? Well, unless yeah, you're like... like you're making it seem like it was the difference between, like, Melee and Brawl, but not as severe. Like, I don't think... Yeah, I think Panda's right. It's going to be... You know, it's not something you can see. Like, if tripping is gone, you know, it's, you're not going to see that immediately. It's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I guess it is gone. Well, it's going to be I'm as good change. I'm say, like, if Meta Knight is so good, and what if someone's like, oh, when I play on my home console, I own with Meta Knight, but now I can't own with him. I don't know. You're just, you know, trying to pick the side... Yeah. of uh, the opposite side here, but I, I, I totally think, agree I think it would that. add more than it would take away in the end. Um, and sure, that, yeah. like, also you can do things like uh, infinite replay, um, like infinite times for replays, you know? There are other benefits for tournaments. Can you imagine being able to save the grand finals onto the Wii instead of having to record it with someone else's camera? Be yeah, great. it's, it's right. kind of, like, cool. It'd be, it'd be a great idea. Um, I don't know, it... it there are positives, there are negatives, there, uh, on both sides of the argument, and, I mean, I, I'm all for it if it were, like, actually feasible. But if it's feasible, if we even want to bother doing it, these are all questions that are up in the air, and frankly, right now, it was kind of dropped. It's kind of on the, on the side right now. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I mean, to see how far, you know, hacking the Wii and hacking games has come in, you know, the, the more recent months, It'll be interesting to see, you know, how far it comes, and we'll definitely keep our eye on it. Yeah. Okay, I think we can... You know, any uh, last-minute comments for Brawl for the month of August? No, there's a lot of stuff that happened, so, so I don't know. I, I think we pretty much ran the gamut there. So yeah. let's, let's touch on the uh, Leipzig Game Convention, which is held in Leipzig, Germany. Uh, they do this every year. And remember last year, this was, you know, will they have Brawl there because it was wasn't at E3, it might be at e for all which is coming in October, but no, it wasn't at Leipzig, oh man. And that was last year, but you know, this year, there's, you know, you got some, some games, and Sony actually 
made one of the more interesting announcements that they probably should have made at E3, maybe, I don't know, with the announcement of the PSP 3000. And I know, Sorty, you did a little bit of research on this. What's the difference between the, was it the second version of the PS3, that PSP, excuse me, that they uh, released uh, a little bit ago? I think the PSP 2001 or something like that? Yeah, they're uh, basically saying uh, there's like the slim and the light out. Right, currently. the slim, okay, yeah. Right. Um, and with this new PSP 3000, I don't know why the guy was always emphasizing the 3 and 3000, um, but the main difference that he was uh, touching on was that the LCD screen on the PSP is better. It has all these more vivid colors, and you know, overall, like he said, you can't see it in this light, but definitely check it out. Um, he was ma mainly focusing on the screen, that the screen is better. Also, it has you know the Go communication and Skype capabilities um, in it, like we've been expecting basically. But overall, like you know, it's still a nice, you know, handheld um, device. I didn't say I'm not going to call it a console, but for as many people have been saying, it it's not worth an upgrade from a PSP. Uh, there are not enough upgrades from it to enough um, differences to warrant buying that over a previous version of a PSP. It's going to be released in, uh, on October 15th um, in all these different regions like Europe and you mentioned like the Middle East and other places um, for 199 euro but that's going to be um, with a um, like a combo set with some other game whether it's you know I think FIFA 09 or even if it's just like Skype and Go communication whatever but um, that these uh, also these slim and light versions are still going to be sold as standalones for 165 euro. So I mean, like mm. they're still trying to stick with those, but you know, still trying to also push this PSP 3000. Um, it doesn't seem like the best idea for them right now. I mean, they already have all these different versions out, and I don't know if it's too worth it. Oh, it also has a built-in microphone. I'm like, okay, they say that they, you know, got that from, you know, other Sony fans, like feedback from the fans. Like, okay, sure, it has a built-in microphone, but is it really worth it from a previous PSP? I don't think so. Yeah, Panda, as a Sony fanboy, do you think this is just too little too late, or is it just, you know, a last-minute effort to try to compete with the Nintendo DS? Sorry, did you call me a Sony fanboy? Yeah, I think you did. I think you did, yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 that's, I've never called that. I'd, Really, I'm a Smash fanboy, but I, I don't really... Well, I think we can see you're the Sony fanboy in comparison to all the other guests that have been here on Show Me Your News. Because I own a PS3? Yes, Basically. exactly. <laughs> all right, well, I don't have a PSP, unfortunately. By unfortunately, I don't really care. Uh, and I didn't hear about this PSP 3000. The only thing I actually heard about was uh, the PSP that um, Fistel Artois in Australia... They made like 30 PSPs or something to, uh, to uh, what do you call it, promote Stella Artois, which is a beer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's all. That's the only PSP news I've heard, like, since we last talked, really. I don't <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, do you think it's, you know, going to be worth a purchase at all, no. or is it just, you know, last-minute try? The, for, for me, the PSP is not actually worth it unless you do the hack. If you hack it, there's so much stuff you can do, and it's a great, great purchase, and it's a great machine. But if you don't hack it, then it's really limited, and it's really expensive for, like, all those games and stuff, and eh. 
but like seriously, the hacked PSP is worth it, and the new version won't be able to be hacked nearly as easy. So that's true. Now another thing you would probably provide insight on is you know they had Street Fighter Four there, mm-hmm. the console version, and you know different demos of that. Um, what'd you see from that? What'd you like? You know, because we can herald you also as the uh, the two D fighter, uh, yeah. Sensei fanboy. I definitely am Whatever. a two D fighter fanboy. That 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 much I will take. Um, okay. <laughs> but what the fuck? It's coming out in January thirty first of all days. It's like, come on! It's it's like done. Does it not look done? It looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty damn done, and yet it's not coming out till next year. So. I'm trying to keep my hype level down until then, but, like, it, it looks amazing. It really does. Um, Street Fighter 4, what happened was, when I first saw it, it didn't look that great, and uh, I realized why. Um, near the end of its, like, production cycle, they had these 3D hitboxes, meaning, um, like, the character models, like, where their fist ends, you know, and touches your face, that's when they, you know, register the hit. And it, it just gave it a whole different feel. It was supposed to be like a 2.5D is what I call it, a 2.5D fighter. Yeah. Um, meaning like, you know, it's 3D models, but it's a 2D fighter. And that just makes it feel completely different from, say, Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter Alpha and whatnot, or any 2D fighter, period. So when they replaced it with the 2D fighter hitboxes, it looked awesome. and looked like a traditional 2D fighter, and it just looks great. And I have not had the benefit of a traditional 2D fighter for such a long time now, uh, or at least a good one, um, and it looks beautiful, it looks like it plays like a lot of fun, I absolutely hate Crimson Vi- Viper, the new female, <laughs> Yeah, she looks stupid as hell and just way too much going on, but I like El Fuerte, the, um, the Mexican wrestler guy, what do you call that? The Lucha Libre? Yeah, thank you, the, the Libre, yes. Yeah. Um... And the fat guy is kind of I only pulled that uh, from the <laughs> Kids WB cartoon, Mucha Lucha. Oh, God. That's... Oh, God. What about Jackie Why would you Chan Adventures? That? Oh, yeah. El Toro. Oh, El Toro. Yeah. yeah, you guys can go reminisce about that. I'm, I'm going to... Anyway, um, continue. Street Fighter 4. Now nah, I was going to throw up a little bit, honestly, because you guys are... <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Really, really looking forward to it. And we'll see what happens. Do you think that the delay uh, might be because of online? Just trying to you know, fix up online, make that really solid as like some other game that we know and loathe for its online Wi-Fi capabilities? I don't care. Because no fighter has ever pulled off online well. Period. Fighting games require, you know, split-second inputs. You know, you have to put in things so fast to, you know, play it right, that no online mode has ever been good. If it, if it actually somehow magically, like, gets good, then I might, like, die happy man, because that's, that's good enough for me. You know, I can, I can play the best people, whatever, I can play anyone around the world, no lag. But guess what? That's not how life works. So I don't even bother with fighting, game onli- with fighting games online, because I just don't deal with lag. It's bullshit. It is, it is. Um, the other fighting game that made its appearance at Leipzig was Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. And, you know, they made a couple announcements. They announced a couple new characters, like Wonder Woman, mm. and uh, that was, like, another villain from the DC Universe, and Raiden from Street Fighter... Uh, jeez, Mortal Kombat. So different. 
uh, different series there. Um, but, you know, they, they showed a couple videos and they talked about, like, a rage mode where you can, you know, press a couple buttons and then you be, for six seconds you have, uh, I think, like, super armor and you're, you do a little bit more damage or whatever. And then they also showed the Joker, which obviously, you know, from The Dark Knight has had a lot of discussions surrounding that just character in general. And they showed his fatality, which is quite the interesting one. You know, he you know, pulls out a gun, you know, shoots it, and it's got, like, the little bang flag, and he, like, he laughs a little bit. And, you know, the the dead character, if you will, is all, like, you know, confused. And then pulls out a real gun, shoots him in the head. <laughs> Fatality. Yeah. And that's, uh, it looks interesting. But do you think that game might be a little disappointing and doesn't live up to the hype that they're giving it? Oh, of course. But, I mean, it's 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 a Mortal Kombat game. When has there been a good Mortal Kombat game in 3D? Never. Pretty much. They've really failed the series in this transition, and it's had mediocre like you know renditions over and over. Uh, and I'm not gonna put my hopes up for something that you know history has proven is not good. It looks cool. I'll give you that. Uh, they added fatalities, which in the beginning they didn't want fatalities because DC characters dying, whatever. Um, so that's, that's awesome, I guess, and I, I'm not a fan of DC either, in, in general, like, I, I don't really care much for most of their characters, um, yeah, I don't like Batman, I know, wow, kill me, yes. um, yeah, seriously, uh, Superman is, he's cool, but, but he's, like, the only one, like, Wonder Woman, who the fuck cares, she's an invisible lasso, what the hell, <laughs> what kind of, like, what, uh, it's just retarded to me, I don't know. Uh, people like it. Okay, I'm a Marvel guy the, all the way. She buys the, uh, the invisible ship, which might be her invisible toilet, according <laughs> to Family Guy. Yeah, I remember that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, uh, I just don't... Mm, I don't want to deal with it even, but, like, the Flash I like. The Flash is kind of cool, too. It just looks stupid. I'm, I'm just going to straight up say it looks stupid. Hopefully, it's good, but do not get your hopes up. All right. I just want to also quickly mention that I was um, excited about news for uh, Crisis Warhead for mm -hmm. that came out of Leipzig as well. And it's just a... Uh, uh, it's not a sequel, it's just an expansion kind of off of Crisis. Um, it's basically... Um, it's a parallel story, just telling the other side of the island. Finished Crisis recently, that was really good. So Crisis Warhead looks as good, um, but... Not too many more changes, so we'll see how that happens. How that all... When it comes out, whenever that is. I never got I around to the crisis. I always wanted to, so... We'll see about mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Alright, so let's get to mail time now. Sure. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's Alright, so our first mealtime question comes from Rambo Knife, also known as Kev. Uh, what are you to both Yoko and Samurai Panda sorry, sorry looking, right. uh, looking forward to the most when you guys move into the apartment next month? Or that's, I guess you know, that was when the question was, but in three days. Uh, are you worried that moving in together will affect your grades in a negative way? You can Get, you take the first answer for this. Okay, uh, the first thing. What am I looking forward to the most? Obviously, it's getting better at Smash. I suck at Smash right now. And if you're a fan of the podcast and we've played online and I may have beaten you soundly, yeah, I suck when it comes to competitive stuff. 
<laughs> like badly. <laughs> like I just I don't have a solid main. I know I said I've been saying that's like oh yeah I main Captain Falcon. Well that's not mm. possible in tournaments. Though if you're at my current skill level, it's just not possible. And you know I you know play Pit and Toon Link more than others, but I've never gone into detail. I've never devoted myself to one play on character or two characters and I I just like random too much and I think what I'm looking forward to the most is just you know you know learning from you know the best and everyone you know Anther and Joel and Rofa and Omniswell and everyone in this area and even just playing with you know Samurai Panda and Epic most of the time oh and yeah just to, settling with to, us you know <laughs> well gosh <laughs> but I, I did say I'd play you most of the time but, you know, just to, you know, learn from everybody, learn the different techniques about the game, um, and just, you know, to get better. To be respectable is a, a current <laughs> yeah. goal. Um, but otherwise, just for living in an apartment, just mostly to currently, uh, you know, just keep going forward. I, I'm looking forward to going back to school to just actually take classes that interest me and progress forward because I'm still in this transition between engineering and video production and I've kind of ended one but I haven't started the other yet and being back here at home has been wonderful for the summer it's been nice you know albeit I've been working two jobs but I've just overall been spinning my wheels and I want to move forward that and you know have new experiences and I'm really looking forward to that for you know partnering with these two awesome guys yeah it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun um and I guess the thing I'm looking mo most forward to, well, short answer is uh, Smash. Long answer is um, playing Smash. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I, mean, I, have, I have 18 credits to take, and it's not going to be very fun at school, even though I do like half the classes, although the other half is kind of eh. Yeah. And, um, mm, I don't know. I just don't, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else I want to do besides just Smash nowadays. It's like... I just really want to get good at Smash, and it's a lot of fun. And, like, and playing with DSF has made me realize that I kind of suck at this game. And, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't. Then I, su then I suck a megaton compared to you, gosh. I mean, you still haven't, like, really experienced much tournament, you know, tournaments at all, really. So, sure. yeah, I mean, with time, you'll, you'll definitely get into it. And uh, hopefully people will come over all the time, and, you know, uh, it'll be a great, you know, experience and whatnot. But Looking at you, Anther. <laughs> yeah, and there's gonna be ten minutes away, and we have a we have a parking spot that we haven't sold yet. So I was uh, I was thinking like we might it might be a possibility to leave that open and not necessarily sell it because if people want to come you know with their car for Smash, you might need something open that's really close by. I don't know. Well, well yeah, the thing is that we it's between Epic and I, and that's like fifty bucks a month for us both that true. we can be saving. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we'll we'll it's see and. Tough. I think Lane, too. I don't even know what he's doing for school, but he, he'll probably come over a lot as yeah, well. Um, people might be interested on what classes you're taking with 18 credits, and I'll share mine, but, like, do you think, you know, all the smash will affect your grades negatively? Uh, no. I, I separate, you know, fun from study time. I played so much smash this summer, and I took two classes during the summer sem semester. Um... The summer semester is very, very difficult. They're ba basically fitting in, like, a like four-month class into, like, a month and a half. And I took two of them. That's a lot of work, generally. Uh, I was, and one of them is actually Calc 2, which is the most failed class in uh, the University of Michigan, apparently. It, it's, it's a bitch. 
I hear. Second, second most failed. No, I'm saying I second that motion. Oh. That it is, it's crap. Yeah, I took it. Um, I was able to get an A in both classes though. And Good for you. Still I play a shit ton of Smash. So. Mm. What are you taking now for the fall though? I'm. I have my transcript somewhere here. You know, medical school applications require me to type in every single class individually. I don't understand why, because they want my transcript, too. Uh, I don't even remember what class I you signed up for. You should probably know what classes you're taking if you're going to be in one week you know, going to them. All right, here it is, here it is. Uh, physics, lab, um, drugs of abuse, cell, cellular and molecular neurobiology, physical chemistry principles and applications, love and death in Japanese culture, and a Bollywood class. Oh yeah, I remember the the Bollywood class. Yeah, that that love and death in Japanese culture class sounds interesting too. No. <laughs> oh, I mean by comparison, you know, from a non-medical person like me. No. It's like. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, gonna be a lot of reading. It's gonna be a lot of bullshit. I mean, it might be cool to read it like on my own, but when they try to test you on it on things that really should be tested or studied in general, which is my opinion of English as it is, like. A novel is for fun. You sit there, you read it, you enjoy it, you don't study it. Yeah. I just don't like that, and that's that's all it's going to be. Eh. I am taking intro to film and video production. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, like, if I need to do a video project, I think, like, an interesting one to do would be, like, to go to a tournament, um, not necessarily out of state, but, you know, just to go to a tournament with a video camera and basically do, like, a documentary of competitive Smash. Like, to, you know, if I have to, like, show it to, you know, peers, whatever, like, explain why people, you know, do, you know, the competitive Smash scene, like, like, why? Why would they do competitive Smash, and what's the intrigue, and what's the appeal? And, like, do a documentary of that. I don't know, like... Sure, it's that'd a, be sweet. A, it would be, be really an interesting possibility for, like, a project for that class. But then again, I don't know what it entails. I had to pay a $50 lab fee for it, and I don't have a book for it, which is the best part. <laughs> um... What else am I taking? I am taking German film. Uh, there are different subsections for the fourth level of foreign language, or at least in German's case. And, you know, if I'm taking film, there's a German film possibly. So I'd be like, hey, watch German movies and uh, write German papers. Crap. Um, what else am I taking? I'm taking philosophy, the basic... Well, not philosophy. Okay, God damn it. I keep saying philosophy, but it's really psychology because they're P classes... <laughs> The same thing, like, you know, pretty much. I, yeah, I'm taking psychology with uh, Epic. We're in the same section. Really? So, yeah, we signed up that way. So we're going to get one uh, book and share it between us so we save the money. I'll tutor you guys. Yeah. It's, it I'll might be the easiest class ever, but I'll, I'll still tutor you. By tutor you, I mean make fun of you and get your test grades back. <laughs> that's true, that's true. And the last one I am taking is for the major I am looking into, you have to take a history classes a core part there's like early film and modern film and all that stuff and the one class i am taking that fulfills that requirement is television history nice so i'm wow. i'm taking a tv history class that reminds me we used to have a, an anime class in u of m it stopped that would, unfortunately that would that would be cool but yeah, it's 16 credits and am i worried it'll affect me in a negative way to be honest a little bit because there's Show Me Your News, there's WTFP, there's different projects we're working on. and and But at the same time, I think it'll help me because if I'm doing all these same things and I have to balance my studies, I think it'll be 
a good lesson in time management, but I still have my grade points right around a three. It's just hardly, hardly under a three. So I'd like to bump that up a little bit. And that's mostly because how ass I was in my early engineering classes and mm. just bombed the shit out of some stuff. But Engineering is, is really difficult. It's, it's brutal. If, and if you don't know, like Michigan engineering is just brutal, and you know, that's why I had to change. But I'm looking forward to my classes, and it's been a while since I could say that. Yeah. I mean, uh, what do you call it? But I had a, I had something to say here. <laughs> nope. Drawing blanks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I'm just going to pass fail half my classes anyway, so once I apply to medical school, I'm pretty much done. That's true. I was considering passing failing uh, philosophy, but it's like, uh, if I can get an easy A, that would help the GPA. You so said philosophy. Well done. Damn it. Where'd it go? I'm going to do that the entire semester, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm taking philosophy. It's like, wait, no, I'm not. Dude, so, dude seriously, psychology is easy, and it's a lot of fun. You, you'll probably enjoy it, because everyone, everyone enjoys it. So, uh, don't bother pass failing that. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, with all, like, the anxiety problems I had when I was starting Show Me News, it might be interesting to, you know, see some of the insight behind that, you know, the way you think. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm being optimistic and hopeful about things. Psychology's not, like... You're doing Psychology 101. That's 111. Not, yeah, 111. Well, it's not going to be world-changing or anything. Let's just say that. Well, I, I, didn't, okay. I didn't take it uh, in college. I took it in high school, but... Okay. AP, yeah. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorty, maybe the next mail time question, because you can okay. do this one. Sure. Um, have from B Koopa six six six, asking, "What were the highlights of your summer? Are you happy or bummed to return to school? And what are your plans for the year?" Um, I got. Do you, who wants to start with this one, or should I? Because you guys have been talking. I'll take <laughs> it. Um, sure. My highlights for the summer. Oh God. To be honest, my summer kind of sucked. Um, working two jobs trying to coordinate stuff with friends, and you don't want, like, I would have loved to drive out to Ann Arbor, you know, as often to, you know, play Smash with you guys, but with two jobs, it's difficult. And, you know, with the whole gas prices crap, I mean, I live 50 miles away from Ann Arbor, so to do a round trip there kind of eats up, like, half to a third of the gas tank. So with all that said and done, um, my highlight of the summer Oh, yeah, and the other thing, too, like, you got other friends who have different time schedules, so it's even hard when you're back in your hometown to see people. Um, my highlight was, I don't know, I kind of like doing umpiring again. I umpired for a local baseball league, so I kind of like doing that again, and, you know, being respected at that was nice. And then I also had my cashier job at Dick's Sporting Goods. And when that ended a few days ago, I'm actually glad that is ended. Because, like, retail, you have to deal with a lot of crappy people and anyone who's worked in retail can tell you that so I mean a highlight of the summer is maybe having that end but I'm going to miss the people there um let's see what was am I bummed to return to school I am happy to return to school to be honest um I'm looking forward to moving in I'm not looking forward to packing all the stuff I did a couple hours of packing stuff today gutting out my room that's not fun my room is an utter mess right now um, but I'm looking forward to moving in, doing that whole process, getting things set up. The apartment's going to be banging. It's going to be sweet. And it's going to be a smash nexus, if you will. Not to steal your name, Buzz, but it'll be a smash nexus. Banging? Is that really the adjective you want to use? Ballin'. Ballin', really? Is that is that the adjective you want to use? Yeah. What, adge what adjective would you prefer we use? 
Well, I wasn't actually going to use an adjective. I was just confused. Uh, here, awesome. The shit? You're going to say the shit? <laughs> yeah, no, the shit. That works. There you go. Okay, all right. It, yeah. It's going to be the shit then. <laughs> what are our plans for the year? Smash. More Smash. And honestly, like, aside from Smash, but in conjunction with Smash, well, you got to listen to the end of the podcast. We've got a couple mm-hmm. projects that we hopefully think you guys will enjoy a lot, and we'll need your advice on it. Yeah. Um, Sorty can go last. Panda, you got anything to add, or any opinions? Um, eh, well, I mean, the highlights of my summer are playing Smash, oddly enough. Uh, you know, DSF did come over for, like, a couple days, and it was really cool to get to play with him, although he decided to spend more time just trying to fuck with my mind, which he actually succeed- succeeded at for quite some time. Um, and... Um, I like playing, like, with all the other guys in Ann Arbor. Like, you know, Anther and stuff, you know, came over a lot, and, you know, we went to tournaments a lot, and, like, Lane, too, came over a lot. We played with him, and, like, Omni, and everything like that, and, like, all the guys here in Michigan are awesome, and it's it's a lot of fun to play Smash with them, and really, like, it's, I spent, like, my last summer at home, or, like, the beginning of the summer, too. I was, like, studying for the MCATs and whatnot, and I just didn't leave at all. No, like, human contact. And, Going from that to, like, playing Smash, like, every other day with, like, really good people and stuff and, like, having a lot of fun, yeah, um, that was definitely a highlight, and that's, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that, too, like, because this summer for me, like, socially was a little bit ostracized, if you will, and Uh so I'm I'm really looking forward to that part of the whole Smash. But you had Sorty, didn't you? I did have Sorty, and Sorty's fun to Smash with. I'm no competition for him, though. I'm no decent competition. Do you like that me you like 70% of the time? 80, well, maybe. That doesn't mean you're not fun to smash with, though, especially when yeah. we put our matches on stick cam, which we'll be doing at the shit uh, apartment. The shit apartment? Oh. Really? That's <laughs> I, did, I did say shit T. Well, that, but still, it's really? Yeah, that's, that's what you're going with? <laughs> so the adjective you want to use? Do I have to? Show me your news apartment. Fine. That's good. That that works, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> apartment. I think we already did the uh, plans for the year thing, didn't we? Like, Smash. we haven't talked about that yet. Smash. Just Smash, really. So that's all. I mean, it's like, at this point in time, I was thinking about doing, like, uh, Soul Calibur 4, too, and Street Fighter 4, and, like, all these different fighting games coming out, uh, coming out that, are, like, look awesome. And I love 2D Fighters. But I realize that I just really want to spend more time with Smash. I, I really, really love it. The scene is yeah. huge. The Michigan scene is just, um, like, flourishing. Uh, it's getting bigger and not smaller. It, like, I don't know. Like, if, if the numbers that we got for our, our tournaments, like 30 and whatnot, which is a nice turnout for Michigan, like, constantly in the summer, um, what's going to happen during the school year, you know? Because, like, it's a college town. There should be a shit ton of people. And there will yeah. be. Um, so... You know, it's just going to be just been crazy. Just like I think it's all, yeah. I think it's always possible. That, you know, for those games, you can always you know you know dick around with them. You know, just play them for fun. But then, like you can always concentrate on Smash. I mean, that's always possible possibility. Mhm. Um. So yeah, you pretty much answered that one there. Sorty, oh. your turn. Let's answer some mail time questions, Sorty. All right. Uh, highlight of the summer. Yeah, I will say smashing with Yoko like every other day, <laughs> at least. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I don't know if I got any better. Probably didn't. Um, but yeah, there were some good matches. Um, nice to play with someone, you know, for 
Because during the summer and during the school year, I don't. I hardly play Smash. Aww. So, um, it'll be... That's one thing I'll miss during, you know, the school year. Um, I'll miss playing Smash, and I'll try to be online every once in a while and play some of you Show Me News listeners. But, of course, that's online. Anyway, I'm going to... I guess try to make it to the chill zone where we had you know, that tournament two days ago. See if there's anyone playing there. I kind of doubt it, <laughs> but just you know, in case I might stop by and see if there's anyone there to play with. But um, that's what I'm gonna miss. Other than you know playing Smash Smash with Yoko, the highlight of my summer would probably be Yoko getting me a job. Yes, <laughs> uh, he did get me um, a job. And where he worked, you know, a cashier job at Dick's Sporting Goods, um, because they were low on people. He knew I needed a job, put in a good word, and that's where I am now. Um, and since he'll be moving back, I can stay because I'll still be in the area. So that's what I'm going to be doing for you know the school year, other than obviously school. So even though you know it's a job and you know it's tedious now, actually getting a job during the summer was a definite highlight. What can I say? I pulled some strings, you know, yeah, yeah. and stuff happened. Um, but it's definitely way better than Subway, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, um, having to drive, you know, 20 minutes to work instead of 15, and 10 minutes to work instead of 15, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it's, you know, a cashier job instead of Subway where I worked on campus. And, you know, every time I you know, told people, like, you know, I worked at Subway, or they asked, are you still working at Subway? And I say yes, they're like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, oh, so, you know, it doesn't have the best rep. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, am I happy or bummed to return to school? Mm, a little bit of both, I would have to say. Um, though summer is nice, and, you know, you're not doing too much, you're not doing too much. Um, do get kind of bored, and there are definitely times where, like, I kind of just want to move on with life and actually, like, do something instead of just sit here. Because um, for the last couple weeks, at least, month maybe, I've been thinking about, you know, whether I'm actually going to transfer to U of M or not um, into their, like, aerospace engineering program, um, which nice. would be a much better program than anything I could get at Oakland. But... Oakland's giving me so much money to go there. It's almost uh, a full ride to go there. So, like, would would I really give all that up just for like a better program when I can just go to U of M for masters? So, I've been thinking about school a lot, and just sitting here thinking about it isn't going to make much of a difference right now until time actually passes and I do stuff with it. So, I guess I am a little. I guess kind of happy to go back to school because I'm actually moving on with my, quote, planned career, whatever. So instead of just sitting here doing nothing. Anyway, plans for the summer, plans for the year, um, taking hard classes, including Japanese 1. That should be kind of interesting. Um, also, not playing as much Smash, obviously, sadly. Um, and just, I don't know taking classes. I don't really have too much planned other than, other than what's right in front of me. What are your so, other classes? I am taking, as a Japanese one, um, physics one, um, calc three, with multivariable calculus. Uh, it's going to suck. And uh, a core engineering course, it's introduction to electrical and computer engineering. So 
that could be pretty fun because I like computers, building computers and all. So I'm trying to. Too bad that's not what it's about. I know, but you know, it's something that relatively interests me, so I don't know. It's better than Calc 3. Sorry, I'll make this decision easy for you, whether or not to transfer to U of M. Um, here yeah. you go. Do it. Do it. Do it. I mean, well, it's not just education. It's life. I mean, it changes your entire experience. At OU, you don't really get the whole college town experience. You don't really experience college. You, you know, you wonder why on TV and in uh, movies they say college is the best time of your life. It may or may not be, but Ann Arbor is definitely, you know, one hell of an experience. And it, it'll it make a difference. It's not just the education that you're talking about, although it is better, obviously, like you said. Um, it's a lot of other things. And I think that uh, you wouldn't really regret your decision. You can grow and branch out. I mean, mm-hmm. but... What, is again, he, he's a tree now? Trees would be hard to Change jump over switches. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I but can't like believe you even said that. Yeah, I know. I just had to um, <laughs> give a little shout out to the group, I guess. But you know, like when Oakland's giving me like eleven thousand dollars a year at least to go there, and I'm not. You know, that's almost the whole payment of like what I have to actually have to pay like would I really give all that up and actually pay more Inf- I don't want to say infinitely more but to get like a better education when I could just go for masters I don't know we're asking various people for advice that are not uh, connected to either college because they would just say oh yeah go here so well I mean I'm not uh, trying to be connected to U of M I'm saying this I know, from I like I'm trying to be neutral in a sense because you, mm-hmm. you're, you're just looking at this in the perspective of, of education which you should That that's what's most important in life is an education really um, and that's really what will determine your future but um, there are I guess quote unquote life lessons that you cannot learn in somewhere like OU I mean are you staying in a dorm room? No See, I know I have to move out eventually <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I'd, it's just. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Not saying yeah. a dorm room. I'm just saying that like there's an entire college experience that you are missing. Mm-hmm. This is not things that you learn in classes. These are like real people that, and friends that you keep for the rest of your life. Ann Arbor is a big place. You can always find your niche in Ann Arbor. And I mean, you could say the same about MSU. I would say go to MSU if you could too. No. Uh, just <laughs> the, I mean, it's the whole idea no. of like college you know like people mistake college just for the education yeah the education is big yeah the education is really important but that's not the only thing and I know it sounds kind of silly I know it sounds kind of like eh he's young or something like that you know but I'm not joking like it changes you right yeah I'll take that into account but you know we'll see how that works out it's not going to be a decision I make tomorrow (laughs) yeah so if I do transfer, it'd be, you know, for fall 09 in a year from now. So, do you have any advice for him for starting Japanese 1? Um, study? Study? Well, <laughs> okay. you can, uh, if the easiest way to, to learn Japanese is to immerse yourself. Watch anime. I mean, not like you'll have anything mm-hmm. better to do at home, right? Just get a bunch of, like, torrents. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Seriously, get a bunch of batch torrents and watch a shit ton of anime. You'll have fun, and you'll just kind of see things, you'll notice things without even trying. You're studying without studying. It's really easy to do. Um, and is definitely the best way to, like, I don't know, learn Japanese and get that. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Right, let's talk about our last mail time question. Panda, you haven't read a mail time question. How about you read this one? 
Why? Why this one? Do it. Ah. <laughs> if you saw The Dark Knight, what were your opinions on it? That's from Wildebeest. Yes. I assume uh, you didn't see The Dark Knight if you don't like Batman? Bing, bing, bing. You have won the prize. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I know, I know. Everyone says it's amazing. Oh, my God, it's the best movie ever. Uh, Alex, my roommate, he, uh, like, my brother gave him the file he had, like, on the PS3. He would literally watch that every night before he went to bed. Every single night. He yeah, liked it so that much. But you may have much. technically watched parts. No, I heard noises and I closed his door. I'm going to see it eventually, I, I assume. But you know what? I'm in no rush, and... I didn't like Batman Begins that much. It was a good storyline, but the fight scenes were shitty, to say the least. They're bad. I mean, like yeah, you couldn't see anything. The dark it was just th there was you, like there was nothing to see. It was a bunch of camera shaking movement, and you're like, oh my god! Blah, blah, blah. It's like you might as well have big signs say "pow" to cover up the action. So that's <laughs> essentially what you're doing. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I don't care for it. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't know I would care for it as much either because I'm not much of a theater goer and I usually just wait until it comes out on DVD. It's the easiest thing. You save the money or whatever. But, you know, people say, fine, go, go, you know, got to see it. And I'm like, okay. I, I kind of like Batman Begins. I didn't go crazy over it. And I think as seeing it from a film perspective, it was just very well done. Like, and it was... It had a great plot, and it had, you know, very interesting elements to it. But you just notice things like, um, basically, let's say, I'm not trying to be spoilish, but let's say, in the prison, uh, when they captured the Joker for the first time, and you see the lighting where his face, his white face, was the only thing that lit up in the darkness. And it's like, that kind of lighting is intense, and it is great. And they had, you know all the different uh, times they tried to scare you and, you know, make you try to jump. I mean, that was, it was amusing, and they had, you know, the different little references, like the prisoner's dilemma, and that was really nice to see, and you know, just how they uh, portrayed different characters, and uh, just a lot of thematic elements were very well done, and of course you can't say enough about Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker, and you can't say that, you know, is it better than Nicholson's Joker? I mean, I haven't seen the original Batman from eight, 1989, so I can't make the comparison, but it was just so impressive. And he, you just see how he really got into the character, and that was a joy to see. Um, but, you know, as I mean, it was a great film from a film standpoint. I don't know if I would say it's the best film ever. Probably the best film of the year, because there have been some kind of crappy movies as of late, so... You know, you hope really? to see he thought... Dude, hmm? Iron Man, Indy 4, um, Hulk. Well, I don't know if Hulk was better than... Well, I don't know. I, I, I heard Hulk say. was good. It wasn't, like, amazing. And I heard the same with, like, Indy 4. It was, like, good, not amazing. But I heard well, Iron people, Man was really, really good. Oh, yeah. Iron Man was probably really good. I mean, that was another one I didn't go out to see. But, like, people keep saying this is better than that. But, like, also, like, just along with all the good stuff, there's always all the bad stuff. And you hope to see that Heath Ledger gets a... Oscar for Best Supporting Actor because people don't seem to realize that he can't be up for Best Actor when he's not in like a primary protagonist role. He's a supporting actor, when, whereas Christian Bale, who plays Batman, is the actor that would get a nomination, if at all. Do they but give in, out Oscars posthumous? There has been one... There is one actor who I think in the 70s had a posthumous 
actor uh, Oscar given to him. So it is possible, yes. Huh. And you, you hope to see it given him because it was just very impressive to see his performance. And I really enjoyed the film as a lot from a lot from you know the uh, story standpoint, of, but also mostly from just you know a like a film student standpoint to see all the little uh, nuances, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's too bad he died. What can you do, you know? Yeah, that's life. Yeah, at least, at least he was able to do uh, this one final thing. You know, at least he didn't die halfway through. That's true. It's true. That's true indeed. I loved that movie. That was a really good movie, and I'm not going to say best movie ever also, but I would say, you know, best of the year, even though I also haven't seen too many movies uh, this year, but it was really well done, very intense at parts. Sure, it was dark, but overall, it was an enjoyable experience for someone who likes that genre. Um, for anyone who doesn't, and I'm not too sure how they, what they would think of it, but obviously there are a lot of good you know, reviews. You hear a lot of good things about it from just random people, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I did happen to like Batman Begins, but you know, not just taking that into account, I liked The Dark Knight. It was a good, good time. I've never met a single person who didn't like it, so... I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think I know I'm gonna like it. I said I said this in the uh, Sticky yeah. Up channel. I know I'm gonna like it. Uh, I'll really, really like it. Probably. I'm just in no rush to see it. Right. That makes sense. Right. Um, yeah. But there are people, you know, who don't want to see it. Our mother, for example, said like she won't see it because it'll give her nightmares. And yeah, it, it would. It would give her nightmares. Best. Uh, best scene I think is Joker's first appearance. No. No, no spoilers. I'll just say Joker's first appearance, yep. and people will know what I'm talking about because it is awesome. See, now I'm gonna right. have my hopes up, and then if it's oh, not no, as no, cool no. as you're saying it is, then I'll be all disappointed, and I'll be upset, and I'll have to TP your house. Okay, it wasn't the op- not the opening scene, but his first appearance. As people know what I'm talking about, so I'll leave it at that. Yep. Um, dude, let's talk about our future projects. Um, because yeah. obviously, you know, well, people come over to Brawl, we'll be using the Stickham channel a lot, we'll be using the YouTube channel to, you know, send out, you know, news bulletins or whatever for the latest on these different projects. Oh, well, let's talk about WTFP for a little bit, because we have Sword Hunter here. Yeah. My, my co-conspirator, co-creator. Um, what are your impressions of our creation, WTF Pokemon? Are you yeah. asking me? You should ask someone outside, like Panda. But well, I I've already asked Panda about, and he seems to enjoy it. But do you enjoy working on it week after week after week? Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it gets a little tough to you know rant about the different you know you know numbered things that we find that are wrong with it. But overall, yeah, it's still enjoyable to you know rip on different episodes, especially just watching them and to see, ooh, we have, have to touch on that, and what was with that. But um, to actually come up with the different rants um, on the spot, basically, is what we do, um, it, it can get a little tough, and sometimes it can seem a little weird. Oh, well, it's because it's impromptu. But overall, yeah, it's enjoyable, and good, great to see that people enjoy it and continue to watch it and subscribe to the channel because of it and hopefully follow it to 
Rever and iTunes. Yes, that's the big announcement we have to make that we just made it a couple, a few days ago on the YouTube channel. Um, basically, we're sick of YouTube's bullshit. Their copyright laws are just way too strict. So we've, you know, dug into Rever, which, you know, when you upload a video onto Rever, they have an actual human being watch the video. And then, you know, they make a decision. Is it okay? Is it not okay? They have uploaded successfully every video we've done. We've done now 38 episodes of WTFP, and they've uploaded every one. According to a live human being who works at Rever, it does not break their copyright laws. So we seem okay with that. Um, apparently, some of the videos they've marked as uh, 13 plus for ages 13 and up. Wow. Um, and that's interesting, but whatever. Um, but the thing with Rever, though, is you can take your Rever videos and turn it into a feed with something called FeedBurner. FeedBurner.com. Uh, it takes like a blog, whatever, and makes an actual feed out of it. This feed that FeedBurner creates, you can put onto iTunes. Now, if these, you know, feed consists of video files. Ta-da, you have yourself a video podcast. So now WTF Pokemon is not going to be on YouTube. We will make YouTube announcements when the episodes are up, so all the 800-plus subscribers that are there can be notified. But they will it mostly be run through Rever.com. Uh, the account name is WTFP Show. And iTunes, you just go to iTunes Store, uh, search WTF Space Pokemon, you know, the acronym WTFP, it doesn't seem to search for that. So WTF space, Pokemon, it'll search for that. You find it, you subscribe to it, it's totally free to have. Just download iTunes for free. You don't need an iPod. It's free to subscribe. And if you have an iPod, you can just, you know, take the videos along with you. Put it on the iPod. And, um, yeah, before we rant too long, go subscribe to it on YouTube and check out the Rever videos. And Because we really enjoy producing uh, mockeries of the Pokemon anime. I know you don't have much to add, Samurai Panda. Do you want to add anything to... I mean, I, it's it's good stuff. Honestly, it, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you may have been busy to see, uh, you know, just been playing Smash Bros. to see some of the latest episodes, but it has been really interesting. I must say, the past couple weeks, we have touched on the different, uh, the two uh, band episodes that almost came back-to-back -back in the Japanese version, the Legend of Dutini and Electric Soldier Porygon. You know, the Dutini episode was banned for excessive gun use, and uh, Porygon for, obviously, the famous seizure scene. Um, and it's, it was interesting to see those episodes for the first time in the subbed version. The subbed version is so much better, <laughs> but that almost always goes without saying. But it was interesting to see those and you know, still make the judgments on the spot. Um, I don't know if you've mentioned this. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this or if you knew this, but um, the seizures were a rumor. It, the seizures never actually happened, per se. It wasn't oh, seizures. Shit. It was motion sickness. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it only happened to, like, 16, I want to say, kids. So. Wow, so they totally over-exaggerated that. No yeah, kidding. Just a little bit. It went from, you know, motion sickness to seizures to, like, like all the kids suffering seizures. It's like, wow. Really? That's 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 really really far from the truth. I have no idea how it got that far, but, uh, yeah. See, I know that, you know, like, it happened because, you know, the kids were sitting in the dark too close to the TV. Yes. And, yeah, it, it does hurt your eyes a little bit, but, like, I didn't know how it could, I mean, I don't suffer from epilepsy, but I don't know how it would cause, like, you know, full-out seizures. I mean, we've seen people have seizures before, and that's, like, intense shit, but... Um, I mean, all I know is that every single time you watch an anime now in Japanese, they have a warning before the anime starts to 
sit in a uh, brightly lit room uh, far away from the TV. Mm-hmm. It became a law after that. Well, makes sense. Yeah. And just, you know, watching it with those conditions, it wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. So... It was just like ah. Yeah, you can watch on. on the uh, on the computer because uh, it has a different frame rate. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And that's what we do. <laughs> Ta-da. Um, but yeah. So future projects, I'll talk about one that I may be heading a little bit more, and then Panda will talk about one that he had just a great idea for, and then I'll I'll definitely be helping him with. But um, with I've been dealing uh, with the whole homebrew thing, so the possibility of ROMs opens up, and, you know, we can play in different games on the Wii, uh, and then transfer that, you know, to the computer, or play them on Stickham, whatever, and it may be possible to, you know, do different video game reviews, if you, you know, like our style of commentary, you can definitely do that, I mean, you can't say ABGN ripoff, because, you know, we'll be getting, like, you know, full, hardcore, pissed, whatever. But, you know, we can play, you know, crappy games and, you know, you know, get a little perturbed at it. And, but, like... Be a little perturbed, I like that. Be <laughs> kind of, sort of perturbed. Not not 100% perturbed. More like more like 60% perturbed, 20% pissed, and then, then like, I don't know, you can you can work in a little, like... Objectivity? objectivity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. A little, little objectivity. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to, you know, develop on a style, I mean... For these different projects, we'll also need names. We'll need names to, you know, come up with them. But, you know, the possibilities are definitely open for us to give our own style of, you know, video game reviews, good or bad games, you know, in, you know, a show, a show me your news kind of style that, you know, fans may enjoy. The possibilities are definitely out there because I have a Game Boy Color, uh, NES, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis ROMs, like all of them, emulators on the Wii, so the possibilities are definitely out there, the titles are definitely out there, and we'll, we can see how that one goes. So, possibly video game reviews from the Show Me News crew. Mm-hmm. And now that's, that's one of the surprises that I've been, you know, hyping up a little bit. But what about the other one? You had this great idea, Samurai Panda, and I am all for it because it really could take Smash to a whole new level. Yeah, um... Well, I had this idea a long time ago. Um, I, you know, I'll explain how I got the idea. My brother, um, my brother and I love RTS games, real-time strategy games like StarCraft and you know th- those kind of that genre. Um, my brother is in medical school; doesn't have the time to play it much anymore. Command and Conquer Three came out, and of course, he really, really liked the game, but he just didn't have time to get good. Um, so instead what he did was he uh, would watch the replays and Command & Conquer 3 apparently had this awesome replay um, system where you can watch the replay and kind of give commentary and they even had this like little uh, little telecaster thing they can like you know draw circles and stuff and point things out and whatnot. Um, and my brother like told me about how he did that and apparently for the first like six months of the game um, on gamereplays.org which is the biggest site on the internet period for RTS games, go there for any RTS strategies and stuff like that. Uh, he would upload his re- these replays that he would commentate, you know, and they're famous replays. He would download famous replays and then commentate on them, and then you know, put them upload his channel. And he was apparently like the most popular um, commentator for like the first six months or something. Um, and that gave me the idea of doing that for Smash. You know, I like Smash a lot, and I was thinking taking a you know, very 
uh, like hyped up match, like I don't know, Mitsu King versus you know Ozin or something, and then like and not not commentating it though, not like saying like oh my god look at that, like not like sporting sporting events, but more so analyzing it, like saying like pausing and saying like like look at this, look where he's going here, look like you know what he's going to do here, you know, and this is the, like the spacing and stuff like that, and like using that kind of a telestrator thing to kind of like circle things and and show what they're doing. And you know, show why they're good, good players, and uh, and you know, kind of analyze these things. And I think, I think people would like it. I think it it would become kind of popular, and um, I don't know, it would be, it would be a lot of fun to do. And um, we even have the opportunity, like you know, Anther is at like every single tournament pretty much. So we have the opportunity of you know taking videos before they even released to the internet, and you know, doing this to them, and then you know, and then releasing them for the first time on the channel and whatnot. And, uh, and who knows? It, it can evolve from there. Um, but uh, I've had this idea for, like, a few months now. I've, I've wanted to get around to it um, for a while, but it's kind of difficult. I don't have a whole lot of time, but, uh, but Yoko here is going to help me out, and uh, it'll be kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I think there are really a lot of possibilities to, you know, breaking down Smash, you know, you want to do the uh, Tips for Better aw Awesomeness spinoff, for YouTube yeah. to help you know people try to understand and to get into competitive Smash and you know they this would even you know prove some more possibilities to you know even break down the game even further and try to explain you know why do this um, instead of just like oh two characters blah 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 going at it whatever yeah um, I mean uh, the tips for better awesomeness thing like I said I think I mentioned it last podcast didn't I. Uh, Might have. Well, yeah, well, I want to make kind of a spinoff and actually, like, tell a story of how I entered the community and whatnot. And um, I think it'll give people a perspective, a new perspective on how to kind of become, you know, good and, and join competitive Smash in general. Um, and then this other thing, the, the like, telestration thing, too, um, I think will be very popular with people that want to get better and whatnot. And I'm doing it just as much for me as I am for, you know, other people. So, you know, mm -hmm. it'll be fun. And so, yeah, we'll like your input on it, what you think of these two ideas, you know, the possible video game reviews and the telestration and commentary. Um, think of some different names for it, because, you know, we like thinking of names, but it's, all, it's better, you know, when you think of names. And we had Fariel, you know, way back when, episode three of The Dojo, and he came up with Show Me Your News and see where, you know, that's gotten us. So we really value your input on, you know, what we can consider with these projects. And... You know, it's it'll be fun. You know, just provide entertainment. We really do this for the fans, more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of the fans, the art contest, which we announced last episode, but announced on the Smashboards a little earlier than that, with the release of this episode, has come to a close. We have gotten around forty-two submissions. Wow, not too shabby. A lot of them have been really enjoyable to see, and you know, to, mostly to see what people think uh, that their you know favorite moments are. And there have been a lot of interesting ones, you know, from all the way from uh, when you had the awesome jet hammer kill and you blew out everyone's speakers, uh, and even you know yeah. till last episode with you know the blank space or mm. uh, what was it Netflix hi ho hi ho Netflix no, awesome. away cowboy elephant. With cowboy, I mean, there are so many, so many great choices, and it'll be really difficult to pick a winner. And we will obviously you'll find out who the winner is with you know the guest on next month's episode. Yep, it'll be the first episode coming from the Show Me Your News apartment. But you know, make sure that you follow the Stickham channel because we'll have 
a lot of features for you guys there, a lot of Smash footage, hopefully. And, you know, we'll keep an eye out on the YouTube channel, the SMYN Yoko YouTube channel, for, you know, updates on these and our new projects. It'll be one fun time and a hell of a ride if I do say so myself. I concur. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> and, uh, Sword Hunter, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It's been great to have you to provide your assistance. And, okay. uh, Hopefully, the Sorty fanboys are appeased. I hope so, too. You know, it's great to be back on. And, you know, anytime you need a guest, feel free. Yeah. Um, how many people do we have in the IRC chat on irc.gamesurge.net? We well, have, it's gone down a little yeah. bit. I almost want to say around 20. It's, it's 20 oh. exactly, actually. Oh, go figure. <laughs> I didn't feel like counting. People apparently weren't happy when we gave a broad shout-out to them, so do one of you want to give a shout-out to each person who has stuck around long enough to, uh, you know, hear this podcast through? Ooh, ooh, I don't. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, not it? I, I can't, I because I'm not logged in. No, Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, boo. Read my mind. So okay. go ahead, sorry. Sure, whatever. We all, besides, you know, us two, we have Ace of Spades, Agent JGV, Blue Blueson, Cyberlink, Darkrai, Deception One, Eddie, Kirby Chu, Master of Fossils, Negikun, Okiyama, Piofun One, SMK, Spork Ninja Draken, Terios, Trapped 497, Watertails, and Saigo. Saigo meaning last in Japanese. Yeah. Because he had to be... Oh, really? Yeah, that's kind of Well, he funny. put the brackets, so he had to be last anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks for sticking around, guys. Yeah, thank you. I also want to, I guess, make a, a shout-out at the end to the possible Show Me Your News Flash movie. Oh, thank you for reminding me. See, if you go to the Show Me Your News forums, we have a lot of little itty-bitty discussions here and there. And one of them is the possibility... And it sounds ridiculous of a show me your news movie. <laughs> it would be done in Flash. We would we need you know, join the, the forums and we need a lot you know, a small team of Flash people, but you know, we want people who work with Flash to help us with this project and to have like an actual story with uh, actual voice acting from, you know, myself, Panda, you know, whoever else is in there. And I I recently wrote up a little script for a trailer that we could make. Nice. I don't know. It'd be like, you know, the classic uh, action, you know, cliche, totally over-dramatized is the trailer, you know, that no one will understand but somehow vaguely get. And uh, use... I had, like, the idea of, you know, the beginning of the Metal Gear Solid 3 theme because it's just that totally epic trailer sound. I don't know. Definitely join, you know, the fan site and the forums to help us with this... This other potential project, project? Show Me Your News movie. Kind of sounds ridiculous, but it has the potential to be epic. Uh, also, uh, let's give a shout-out to the people on Stigam. We have 24 people on the Stigam channel. Um, no kidding. I, I, I'm not fast enough to kind of filter out the people that are in both the Stigam and the uh, IRC, so I'll probably name them as well. Um, well, Okuyama just left. 
Okiyama. Um, <laughs> Agent JGV, JGV, there you go. Uh, Alan T, Anthony B, Die Superfly actually joined us. I'm not quite sure how much he listened to before he left. Uh, oh, yeah, Anther left too, randomly. Damn, Anther. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fangs V, Fortenium, Cocaine, yeah, with Ks. Uh, Kudios, Saigo Volans, probably pronounced that wrong. Someone named Sakurai. <sighs> Shock McCog, Trapped 497, Venstay, Ace of Spades 5, B Koopa 666, Cyberlink 420, E Gallardo 26. I don't know. There are two Faisondas, fe, 11. Uh, two of them. Uh, Kirby Chu, Kersey, Mafia Spartan, Negikun, Poopy, Sword Hunter, and Terios. Poopy. Really? Poopy. Yay. Wow. <laughs> A lot of those names are familiar from, you know, the different uh, things we've done for the Stickham channel. So we really appreciate also, you know, the time that you've uh, put in to watch our shenanigans and antics on the Stickham channel. It's really appreciated. We really uh, are happy that you like our entertainment so much. That was yeah. a very awkwardly worded sentence. Play video games. <laughs> Not <laughs> playing video games yourself, but... Okay, if that's what you like, then yeah, feel free to continue we watching. We are glad to oblige. Yes. Because we're playing video games, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you want to touch on for this Show Me Your News episode 39 for the month of August? I don't I, think so. I really, really have to pee. <laughs> and I have to take a shit. <laughs> Good to know. i got to do yeah. something as well. Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> some some sort you of bowel to, movement. You have to do both. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. I guess. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, guys. <laughs> with that, I'm Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda, and I'm Sword Hunter. Thank you for joining Show Me News for the month of August. See you next month. You know, for a possible Easter egg, I am interested to hear about these DSF fucking with your mind games. I really have to pee. Like, cake. It will probably it, still be here. <laughs> no, I, I'll tell you. Like, he's got these weird, weird things that he does. Like, um, uh, what's one I can do? Over? Oh, the box. Okay, so I, I guess I can do this over over the internet. It's gonna kind of kind of be weird. All right. So, uh, so I have the box. Okay, I, I give the box to to Yoko. Now, who has the box? Yoko. Yeah, yeah, you do have the box. Now, uh, now, Yoko, you, you give the box to someone else. Uh, I'll give it to Sword Hunter. Okay, now, now who, who has the box? Like, which one of you? I have the box. No, I have the box. Oh. No, you, you don't get it? No. Alright, so, so here. Uh, I'll, uh, I have the box again, and uh, I'll, I'll give the box to, to Sword Hunter this time. Okay, now now who has the box? Which one of you has the box? 
Sword Hunter does. No, no, I sell the box. I'm not allowed to have the box. No, you don't get it. Okay. I'm banned from having boxes. Okay, so so I have the box. I'll I'll give the box to to Yoko. Okay. okay. Um, who has the box? Yoko. No, you have the box. Oh. Yeah, it's still not good at. Yeah, you, you you don't. Get, it took took me a long ass time to is get it this. One step, one step behind, or what? I, I, like, well, okay, let's let's try it again. Okay, so, um, let's give. Let's say, I'll I'll give. No, no, sorry. Choose who to give the box to. I'll give it to Yoko. All right. So, who has the box? You do. No, you do. And uh. It, you, okay, you don't get it. All right, so, um, so, Yoko, you have the box. Give it to someone. I'll give it to Nagi Kun. You, you give it to Nagi Kun. I'll ne give it to Nagi Kun. All right, interesting. Um, all right, so then who who has the box? Does does he have the box? Nagi Kun has the box. No, no, I have the box. I was almost thinking it'd be something like if you stutter. A little bit, like if you say um, or some form of stuttering. That's, no, no, that's not it. Um, Cause there are, there's some mind game where it's like that. If, like you, if you stutter a little bit, it's not that, but if you're confident on it, that's what it is. I, I don't know what game you're talking about there, but I, I guess. Um, shot. Alright, so, so I have the box, right? And I'll, I'll give, um, I'll give Spork and Ninja Draken the box, Okay. Now, who has the box? Sport Ninja Draken does. No, you have the box. You don't get it. All right. I um, that spoke. What? He's the one that answered first. I don't know. Well, no, no, no. You don't get it. All right. Um. So, Yoko, you have the box. G g give the box to someone. <laughs> I do have the box. You just said I have the box. Yeah. So, so give the box to someone. Oh, <laughs> I almost thought it was too easy. <laughs> um, I'll give Darkrai the box. All right, so give Darkrai the box. Now, who has the box? I have the box. Yes, you have the box. Hmm. All right, now you have the box. Give the box to someone. You're still not going to fucking get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I still don't get it. I give Cyberlink the box. All right, you give Cyberlink the box. Now, who has the box? What, does 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 Cyberlink have the box? No, Panda has the box. Panda does have the box. I still don't get it. That was a guess. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Sakurai has been spoiling it this whole time in the Stigam channel. Like he's been giving the answer away, and well, I will ban him if he doesn't shut up. What up? Um, but no, no. Who talks after says who God, in the box? Damn it! Why would you say that aloud? You just ruined all I of it. I did say that. I did say it. No, you I said the first answer. That's wrong. It's the first one that talks. Anybody. Even if you cough. Oh. Hmm. Screw you, Sakurai. The person hmm. talks? I was close. Mm -hmm. First person that talks. He w That took, like, uh, honestly, like an hour and a half. He kept doing it. We had no idea because he kept, like, screwing with it. And there were, like, eight people. So, like, how do you, you know... Yeah, that would be messed up. There's just three of us here. Exactly. And, like, first person that guesses, or, like, so, like, someone says something, or, like, some guy walks by and says something really loud, he's like, no, that guy's a box, you know? So, like, it's pretty fucked up.
And, like, that's one of the many things he, he did to us. Like, there's some things he can only do in real in life. game, though. Hmm? That's not really in-game, really? What? Did he do that while playing? No, no, no. I didn't say while playing. Yeah, I said, like, he did these weird campfire game things to us. Yeah, like, yeah, campfire game. Yeah, he didn't really feel like playing Smash. So he just, like, did this shit to us. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, all weekend. Did he, did he do the, uh, what is it, going on a, going on a picnic? Yeah. What can you bring? Yep. He, he did something very similar to that. He said, um, Thailand. Going to Thailand. Yeah, going to Thailand. What, what can you bring to Thailand? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what he does. Then you got, like, a little, little set. No, those, those kind of games are fun. They're interesting. They're weird. Like, the realm, so he, he did the realm. Like, what's in the realm? Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Mm, yes, quite. Like, 38 degrees. Like, Poopy is in the realm, but, like, Cyberlink, he's not in the realm. You know, it's is does the realm you know things that are based off of fecal matter? Or? No, no, not not quite. <laughs> like a, a color or a certain number of characters, uh, their name, no, 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 like like Alan number. T. He he's he's in the realm, but like um, Sakurai, no, he's not in the realm. Yeah. If they have a question mark, uh, Cyberlink would be in the realm, maybe. No, no, oh. he's in the realm. No. Oh. Sakurai, if you don't stop spoiling these things, I'm banning you. Not joking. Yes, Sakurai. M-Dog. He's, he's spoiling all of these things. Like, okay, so... so Maybe he's DSF in disguise because DSF knows all these things. Maybe. DSF's when in that, the room. When that he's, he's been idling be in head, the room. Dude, that would be a head trip on its own right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so... so Eddie, he, he's he's in the realm, but uh, but Kirby Chu, no, no, he's definitely not in the realm. The realm of omnipotent power, like Sporks and Draken, no, he's not in the realm. But um, let's see who else is in the realm. I don't know. It's kind of I don't think anyone else anyone else there is in the realm actually. Spad Sporks not in the realm. Yeah, you guys can make a little you know Wi-Fi uh, crew. And just call it the realm. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> um, too bad Wi-Fi crews would be terrible. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. A, a refrigerator is not in the realm. Like a fridge, not in the realm. But a freezer, that's in the realm. Yep. Definitely in the realm. Yeah. Mm. I saw the spoiler. Damn it. But, but I mean, these mind games, it's... It's just figuring out what the pattern is. Yeah, of course. Exactly, you know. and the pattern is very difficult sometimes. Yeah, fossils. Sometimes, fossils yeah. are in the realm. There you go. Yep. Yeah, but That's your I don't know. Bender. Bender's not in the realm. Nope. Mm-mm. Hookers. Yeah, hookers in the realm. Hoes? No, not in the realm. Mm. Yeah. Shock McCog? No, no, you're not. You're not in the realm. Mm-mm. Um. But uh, what, Rep- what is it like? Pepper. Pepper's in the realm. Re- Rever's in the realm, but iTunes isn't. This is very true. And that's why it is... No, wait, I was not going to say... Is YouTube in the realm? No, no, no YouTube isn't. Good, well, because YouTube, YouTube be doesn't deserve to be in the realm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Vagina is not in the realm, but uh, but Pussy, it's it's in the realm. It's in the realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yoko, you're, you're not in the realm. Actually, oh. none, none, not, none of us are in the realm, actually. Oh. It kind of sucks, I know. Buzz is in the realm. 
Yeah, is yeah, Buzz is in the realm. Actually, is Gimpy, fi- is Gimpy fish in the realm? No, Gimpy is not. No, definitely not in the realm. Uh, no. Oh yeah, uh, Trapped has a good point. Ness is in the realm, but Lucas isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we stop this Easter egg, what is the realm? Good question. What and that's not matrix. What is the Matrix? Oh. See, the thing about these games is what you is, don't tell them the, the answer ever. Is the Matrix in the realm? Okay, it's not no. right. Banned. Can you do that? Yes. Add yeah. Stick him? Oh. Yeah. I, I can on Game Surge. Don't, don't ban kick him. Same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> if you ban someone, they can't come back to chat, period, in the channel. If you kick them, it's only for a day. I know. I realize that. That's why I kicked them. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Facebook is in the realm, but not MySpace. This is very true. That's a good point. Nekikun is not in the realm. Sorry. Mm. It's too bad, I know. Epo. Epo's in the realm. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Do you believe? Mm. Yes. Yeah, Luffy. Luffy's in the realm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Toon Link is in the realm, too. Yeah. But Link, nah. Nah, Link's not in the realm. Zelda isn't in the realm, either. Neither is Ganondorf. It's too bad. Because Toon Link is better than all of them. Oh, uh-huh. sure, sure. And Anther is not in the realm. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, Melee is in the realm, but there's no brawl. <laughs> yeah. That is going to be the next Melee versus yeah. Brawl argument. <laughs> Which is in the realm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> melee is better because it's in the realm. But but do you see do you see how incredibly annoying this can get? Because you're just like, you don't know yeah. it. And I'm not going to tell you. And it's going to be and bugging you. And, and Sorty, like, you better not tell him. I'll think about it. You're going to be like, DSF, play Brawl, goddamn you. <laughs> like when DSF got into the uh, the chat room, the first thing I asked him was, how the hell do you play the brush game? Because that was the last thing he did to me. He was trying to, like, do the brush game to me, but no one really wanted to play it, so, like, I'm just, like, left there confused, and he just kind of stopped. I was like, God damn it, I don't know how to play the brush game. Like, some weird thing he did, and uh, now it's like, I don't know. He he did, like, eight. We did a lot of things. And hopefully we pass some of them on to you. Precisely. All right. So I kind of have to urinate a little bit. Yeah. And mm. apply to medical school <laughs> a little bit. Hey, uh, save this file and uh. I'll I'll consider it. <laughs> Don't delete it. Whatever you do. Mm. Save is not in the realm. No, save, saving is not in the realm at all. Sorry, Yoko. De- deleting better not be. No, it is not. Neither is export though. So, all, yeah. all very true statements, yeah. Mm. Sorry. And yeah, PP is in the realm, but urine isn't. That's true. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Just so you know. Okay. The Wii, yeah. Wii's in the realm. Yeah. Yeah. The Wii, the, but there's no 360, you know, PS3 either. Right. That's bad. Yeah. Alright. Mm. That was the PSP 3000. <laughs> that... I don't think it's in the realm, no. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I, oh, yeah. Three sixty is in the is realm it? technically. If you don't think of it like the number. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I guess. Yeah. That's that's a hint for you. Let's see if someone can figure it out just off just off the words here of all the things that we said. If they can figure it out, it's pretty easy. If you just write it out, you'll you'll get it. But not Yoko. Yoko can't get it. He, he's not. Because he doesn't have. Right Stop. now, right now, I am watching uh, Guitar Hero World Tour stuff with no sound. Why is it no sound? Oh, it might be coming through one of my different audio ports. It's because it's not in the realm. Exactly. If it's not in the realm, there's no sound. Sorry, sound. There is no sound in the realm actually. But there are like you know booms, sonic booms and whatnot. Those in the realm. No sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's it's misery business. That is in the realm though. Is Next it? Is yeah, awesome yeah, song. it is in the realm. Every business is in the realm. Yeah. Alex, hmm. Alex screwing the Yoko. He has no idea how to do this. I actually didn't care a while ago. I just <laughs> lost lost any sense of caring. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. There's yeah. there are others like you know, what would you bring to Thailand and like, you know, that that's that's kind of fun too. Yeah. <sighs> Like you, okay. you bring like Thanksgiving decorations. I don't want to mention it. Like, but mm. if you're not going to be able to sleep tonight, this is all you're going to be thinking about. <laughs> What's in the realm? And no, you cannot bring your mother to Thailand. All right. So with that, um, I guess we should Good. finish. We are out. Yeah. Go take a piss and drive your mom. <laughs> yeah, I should do that. I should also apply to medical school and eat dinner. That too. Not in the realm. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess thanks, guys, for joining us in Stickam and uh, on IRC. Uh, and um, we'll see you guys later on the boards, hopefully. Yeah, give us some feedback on our ideas. We'd yeah. appreciate it. All right. And I'll see you. Later. See you on Friday, Panda. Mm-hmm. Bye. See you, I don't know, no when. <laughs> sometime. Well, hopefully Whenever. sometime soon. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye, yeah.